Hey, and welcome to Wrestling. And this week we are here with you as always. Myself, John Ensman, and at In Ring Art, Justin. Hi, Justin. Hello. How are you? And uh, this, I'm doing good. I'm doing good now that we're finally uh, here together and doing this. Um, and this year, this week, well, this is a kind of a yearly uh, special episode. But this week, we got a couple things to talk about. Very important things. Uh, first, we are going to talk about our of the year. We're going to talk about our best of the year stuff, oh. which uh, I, ha I have some. Yes, I have some stuff written down. I think we're doing a little less categories than before because I, I didn't do a lot of the like worst of. I remember you saying you're, you're not really into that whole like shittiest wrestler of the year, right? Yeah, I don't like giving out those negative awards. Okay. And then too, it's kind of hard to think of because, you know, there's so many wrestlers that aren't, aren't where they should be. And that's always every year. Sure. It's not necessarily their fault either. Exactly. So, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, I, I could say Akira, uh, Akira from, um, you know, WWE is the worst, but he just doesn't really ever, ever get used <laughs> except in comedy rules. So it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about that. We got match of the year, wrestler of the year, uh, woman wrestler of the year, tag team of the year, best on commentary, best newcomer, best show. And I wrote down biggest news story, but I have a feeling we'll agree on that. Um, besides that, we also have Tokyo Dome to talk about here. That's coming up in a few days. We got a lot of good stuff in Japan. <coughs> what was so that? Get excited. Get excited. It's a little hard for some people with the main event uh, this year, but... We will help you guys get super excited. Um, Tokyo Dome. Let's see. Oh, yeah. One. Itenyon. Itenyon. Wrestle Kingdom 18. That's what it's called. So we got that uh, coming up. But before we got out here, we were talking about Like a Dragon. Yes. And I was just telling Justin. Yes. Yeah. They, they made a mod on PC for the, the regular fighting. But like I said, uh, I, I like the turn base. But I'll tell you this. So I was watching the gameplay of the, the uh, that. It's called Like a Dragon, the Man That Time Forgot, or mm -hmm. something like that. You know the, you know what I'm talking is about. Is that right? the one that Kenny Omega's in? No, he's in Like a Dragon. It gets confusing because they've made so many, and they changed the name of the series. Uh, that was Like a Dragon Ishin. That was like a remake of the the samurai type of game. But that is that one turn yeah. have that turn based element to it. Uh, no, that's an action okay. game. Most of them are action right. games. The only ones that aren't are the the ones we've just played. Okay. Uh, but though it's called the Like a Dragon, the Man Who Erased His Name, um, and it, it, I will say it looks it's an action game and stuff. It looks a little goofy. It's like Kazuma Kiryu, and after he changed his identity and stuff. The thing that is kind of goofy to me though is I guess at this point, like the the guys just fight using magic. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I guess that that's pretty normal in the Yakuza games now, right? Yeah, I mean, so Like a Dragon, of course, was recommended by you, and I'll like never be able to thank you because it's like honestly, it's become my favorite video game of all time. And um It's it's definitely one of mine. It's like uh it's like your uh one of our favorite games, um Shenmue. Yes. But of course, it doesn't take place in China, but it takes place in Japan, and it's kind of like Shenmue times two because it's got all that. The, the big difference—it's a little more goofy than right. Shenmue. Shenmue was not purposely purposely no, funny. It, it's basically but, um, like a modern 
version of Shenmue and like you know Shenmue for its time was just life-changing right and um when I played it <clears throat> when I was you know what 18 19 yeah. 20 years old something like that and I was working I at, was like 13 14 right. and I thought it was inc- absolutely incredible. yeah going back and playing it now it doesn't quite it, other than the nostalgia you get from playing it it doesn't quite have the same no the feel. voice acting is is so bad the voice acting the English is bad version. but again I, I, like, a, I like i like i kind of like the time it. consumingness of the game like oh come back at eight o'clock kind of stuff um, do you speak chinese <laughs> no i don't speak chinese who are you looking at and that like rastafarian guy that was just like dude i was thinking of him so too. offensive annoying. and he doesn't even <laughs> Um, yeah, there was a there was a lot of that. Hey man, what are you doing? Yeah. And then yeah. you just work on the docks endlessly. Um <laughs> drive dude, every time I drive forklift, to be honest, um like I'm always thinking to myself, like, oh, at least I'm uh I'm as good as the guy in Shedmoo. I don't even remember his name anymore. Ryu Suzuki. Rio Rio Suzuki. Rio Suzuki. Rio. Yeah. So Rio Suzuki. So the thing about like Dragon is that you know, I got the number one business now. I'm number one in the business, so I can always go there and make some money, um, which is awesome. Yeah. And uh, I got my, you know, the, the um, romance workshop is as high up as it can be. Um, I think my, oh, my yeah. Ichiban is level 59, which is pretty decent. Um, and it was cool going to Osaka because they actually have a lot of the restaurants that are in Osaka there, like the real restaurants. I've seen they have a lot of stuff, probably more than I I know. I mean, uh, uh, they uh, Rio Rio Hazuki, right? Okay? Rio Hazuki. But okay. they, yes, they have the uh, the giant crab, uh, the giant crab. Right. Um, and they have that fried kind of, food place. They have actually Goyaku, the Japanese barbecue, which actually have those out here too. So I mean, you you being someone that's been there, I mean, yeah, that's that's got to be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but they try yeah and they try to put in those uh little landmarks and stuff and yeah yeah i i forgot it's weird because what's it called otenburi is the actual is the fake city or something they they use these weird names in in yakuza that are like kind of close to the original one but i'm trying to see okay i i can't yeah i can't get it right but they yeah they use these names that are like quite kind of close but they're not real but they're pretty much the thing Right, yeah, but you know, anyway, so. it's a great game, and <clears throat> I've been playing for like almost a hundred hours. So um, it's and I have so much stuff that you can do on the side, and it's one of those games you can revisit. Well, that's the thing, dude. I mean, I would get onto <clears throat> it after work, and for months and months and months, and I never progress the story. Yeah, because there's just so like, much. Like I think, I, I think I told you like one of the biggest things that i still never got was i tried to beat every crane game in town and there is this one fucking monkey ball character i i that i cannot get i probably it's a little one of times dude it's the main character of monkey ball the main oh, character the big one he's, he's just a little no nah, he's a little oh. dude he's just a little monkey Okay. And um, little male monkey, and all the other ones I got, the cats I got, the like, everything else easy, but that <laughs> one. Mo- and I even tried like you know repeatedly like you know knocking it closer and closer to the. So, and that's an achievement, dude. Hmm. So 
Yeah, I'm, I'm screwed on yeah, that. But it's just awesome, and I'll probably play a little bit tonight. And you know, I like when you like. Okay, I can't beat this, so I got to just go to that, um, you know, battle place in Osaka and build up, and you know, just run around. Go there, up. or yeah, or you know, go improve your relationships. Yeah, right. Or uh, bond, which which are great, great. Or go sing some karaoke. Yeah, yeah. and um, or just do the go kart racing or. Hit some golf balls. So much stuff. <laughs> yeah, the golf ball yeah. and baseball is kind of fun in yeah. itself, especially when it get into hard mode. It uh, it actually is pretty difficult. It is. But yeah, closest very, to the very point. fun, very very fun game. Uh, I heard that they changed the name of the game because of the Yakuza. I don't know how true that is. Um, I've I've tried telling people online that the Yakuza is like. A bunch of not cool piece of shit type people and like it's not a fun or a cool thing yeah and i've also tried telling people online that the numbers have dwindled in the last like 30 40 years because it's not as popular well, it's like the mafia and uh, people fair comparison yeah well it, for comparison uh, with like little differences that aren't worth bringing up but i mean I've read a lot of books on the subject and stuff, and I have people arguing, no, nah, bro, there's the most powerful organized crime. And it's like, dude, it's one of those like respecting criminals type of thing that it's like, you got to understand just because they're Japanese. I know you like Japanese stuff, but just because they're Japanese, it doesn't mean they're like some cool guys all of a sudden. Right, right. But uh, I, I didn't finish Tokyo Vice, but that was pretty eye opening. That was a good show. Uh, I haven't, they're not, have they I, come out with a new Reading season the book was. I didn't know it was a season thing. I wasn't sure if it was just like the story of the book. No. Well, I know that it seemed like they ended on a cliffhanger. Ah, uh, okay. It's but, been a while yeah, since I watched If you think, that. you know, hum human trafficking is cool. If you think, you know. Or we can, uh, we can isolate uh, you know. that sound bite. <laughs> uh, drug trafficking is cool. And uh, the other thing a lot of people don't seem to understand. Well. The people I talk to don't seem to understand is the, the Yakuza is like a lot of Korean people as well and foreigners. Yeah, and you kind of um, get that from uh, when you kind of from the game, from the game too. Yeah, but um, the game though has got the Chinese group, the Korean yeah, group, and the yeah. Japanese. But the game, they're cool. Like like Yakuza is cool in the game. Shit, but they're honor. But but um, and you know it's funny. I was going to say this as a side note. So. Um, someone I work with, uh, their um, their girlfriend works for Sega. So oh they, shit, is that in L.A.? Uh, in Orange County, it's like in Irvine or something or something like that. Okay. So um, you know, he has like a bunch of Sonic stuff he brings sometimes or donates like kids' clothes, and I have some Sonic uh, pajama bottoms or whatever. Uh, but oh um, damn! And you know he had a pile of shirts, and I grabbed some from kids, and one of them is a medium for Kohaku. He has a, a Yakuza like a dragon long sleeve shirt that's pretty sweet. Um, damn! And you know, on the last day before we went on break, he came and he said, "Hey, I got some PS5 games. You want one?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he it was like a dragon. Wow! So I'm like, "Listen, you know, I have this game. I'm not gonna lie, but I have it down. I don't have it. I have it digital." So this is really cool. You're giving this to me because it's like my favorite game of all time, and I have a. You take. You can have the disc. Now I have it. a sealed copy of it that I can, you know, that wow. no, not that I can sell, but as my son chimes in and says that something I can keep as like a keepsake, you know. 
Or you could get it graded and sell it in 50 years. I don't think it'll be worth no. anything for about 20 yeah, years. It could be one of those weird... Yeah, because they release the games online. But, I, I mean, thinking as a collector here, it's those types of RPGs that end up getting popular. But but it's that's cool, though. Yeah. You told them you were honest. You're like, I have this, but I, li I really like this game. Right. I only only digitally. By so. the way, um, you were totally right. They uh, are in Irvine, and they moved there in 2022. So. There you go. Cool. Sega of America. Um, lots of video game. Uh, Square Enix fucking uh playstation lots uh, i would say la is probably this uh center of video games huh. i know i've Maybe seen a America. square enix place in ea they're like in the same area riot dude riot games riot is in games LA, is in Santa and that's Monica. one of the biggest yeah so i mean and there's yeah pro probably yeah. spread between there there and uh and activision is right Valley. by riot Oh, Activision's over there, yeah. too? Santa Monica, like, kind of industrial area of Santa Monica. Yeah, and... Okay, yeah. It's like Bellevue and L.A., some in Texas. Uh, okay, cool. Well, <coughs> excuse me. You Speaking of <coughs> the best video games of the uh, last couple years, let's talk about some uh, wrestling, some good wrestling this okay. year. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to go in reverse order here because I feel like we'll end with the wrestler and match of the year uh, as far as our, this segment mm -hmm. goes. The fi the big the biggest, uh, so I wrote this in extra, and I just want to see if we both just agree because I feel like we'd have no difference of opinion maybe on this. Okay. But I said biggest, biggest news story, uh, and I quickly figured what I thought that would be. Can you think of that off the top of your head? I mean, it's been a long year. <laughs> it's been a long year, but I mean, some stuff happened in the last couple months. I will see Punk was, coming to WWE. Was, I mean, and that's that's pretty much what I yeah. wrote down. I mean, yeah, you could say him getting fired and stuff, but him coming to WWE is ten years, you know, ten years in the making. I mean, you know, it's funny how that. Okay, so my, my uncle, you know, who I've we've gone on the record. Hates yes. CM Punk, and he well let the fans know he hates CM Punk, uh, and he has hated him all the way back. And you know, I said I'm sorry that he's infiltrating your TV again. And he's like, you know what? When he comes on, I just turn the channel. <laughs> and I'm, Damn. and I'm like, and he told me this is the hilarious comparison he made. He goes, he is the Donald Trump of pro wrestling. <laughs> wow. It, it, of course, you know. Wow. It, to me, like I don't want to look at him. I don't want to see him. He's disgusting. Yeah. Just totally disengaged with the product. Right, product. Right. Doesn't even want to know what he has to say. And Not interested. In that discussion with him, you know, because I'm in, I, I am one of those people where I see why people hate CM Punk and I see why people love CM Punk. I, I understand both sides of it. I probably lean a little bit towards the negative side of him, but I have this like kind of, I have kind of an admiration of him that I like strangely like feel almost ashamed to admit <laughs> for some reason. I see you kind of blinking, blinking your eyes. There's but no, I, no, I'm saying there's no reason to be ashamed. I love watching people react to him. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I love people I, 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 that hate him and I love people that love him. I just don't, for some reason, he's just kind of interesting to me. 
Like, you know, so I don't know if that well, makes me and that's a fan, the thing, but... like, that's the thing, compelling, compelling, right? Yeah. Like, getting you to care. Right. Um, and the thing is, is while I really don't like CM Punk at all, if we talk about, like, a lot of other stuff, I am extremely impressed. Um, he is one of the people in wrestling that gets this almost John Cena reaction that that is craved by every wrestler, which is that half the people absolutely love you half the people absolutely hate you but no one is being quiet well, no one is not had no one does has no opinion and we as we you said know? from the beginning is wrestling needs people like that well yeah wrestling needs people like that the b- wrestling is based usually off of that huge star that one big star that carries companies and i'm not saying he is that guy in wwe because they have their roman reigns but He's definitely getting more of a reaction than anyone else in wrestling right now. Um, he just had his first match um, at Madison Square Garden in a house show. Who was it? Who was uh, who was it against? Hey, it was a, it was against Dom. But you know, when we say okay, I'm going to say this. Everyone's like, "Well, it's just a house show. It's a house show, dude." The 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 Madison Square Garden post Christmas show has become more than just a quote-unquote house show in my opinion. I think everything I don't on even that, like calling uh, it that holiday tour is kind of a big deal. There's they're coming they're actually going to be at the forum on Saturday, believe it or not. Out here. Yeah, this this is like it is a house show. It's a house show tour, but like the the that that show was going to go on YouTube or Twitter immediately afterwards. I mean, and so they they put, you know, they put CM Punk in, he wrestled Dom what I heard was that it was a wildly safe match. It was about four or five minutes of cheerleading, four or five minutes of headlocks, some close stuff, and that Punk was really tired about nine minutes in. Well, that's expected um, with him. So, yeah, I'm not, yeah. Although someone did bring up the fact that he wrestled right after, he wrestled months after his ankle injury in a 20-something minute match and actually like had a great match with... Uh, with Moxley, but this is WWE, dude. It's different. It's a whole different thing. They're not asking you to go out there and kill yourself for you know your match back in a major pay per view. They want him safe. They want him to have a safe match against Dom, where it's a story match. You know, most of it's about the screaming fans, and uh, that's not a bad place to be in either. No, not at all. And I think uh, you know, listen, the guy makes uh, house shows mean something. I mean, how many guys can you say that about? Well, we'll see if he continues to work house shows, right. but but still, he made this show. It's a big deal. That he made this show mean something it. once again, though. This I feel like. Okay, I just dropped a pen in my drink. I apologize. Uh, but uh, and no, it's like people call this. Oh, it's just a house show. It's like, bro, this is a pretty special show. However, it's yeah, true. Once they announced him, once they announced him, the tickets jumped from like nine thousand out to like sixteen thousand out. So there's a big, big deal there. Sure, absolutely. The guy moves the needle, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Also in the biggest city in America, one of the biggest cities in the world, Mm -hmm. and uh, the hometown of WWE. But uh, yeah, no, no, dude, I'm looking forward to everything he does. Um, I I do get a little bit of schadenfreude when he messes up, and I have to keep that in check. I have to keep my bias in check. And in all honesty, dude, I I wish the best for him, like in, in full honesty. Like, I hope the guy has a great career because that's good for wrestling. Yeah. Like I said, wrestling needs guys like that, whether 
It, you know, I mean, I wish he wouldn't, you know, attack people backstage or punch people in the face or whatever. Um, whatever side you believe on that. Yeah, and I, I have a feeling that he respects WWE enough enough to where that might not happen. Well, that um, I think he knows and, this is his last chance uh, <laughs> to earn money. Yeah, it, it's his last shot at the big, big, big leagues. Yeah, and um, you know, when I think back at him, dude. I love. I really liked him when he just wrestled and played a character. What I didn't like was when it started, like the press conference and stuff, the fights, yeah. like that stuff. Real that, like I, that stuff made me to the point where, like, I I was literally like, I don't know if wrestling's for me. I mean, everyone was talking about it. It was just so annoying, I, like to the point where even I was like, let's not talk about it that much. A guy that when times my match, he should get there five minutes before his match and he should leave right after his match and get the hell out of there. And I think that's best for both parties. Um, <laughs> yeah. And in today's uh, social media age, things are just, things are just yeah, different, but we'll see, you know, um, we'll see who writes the book. Is it going to be Steven or is it going to be a Steele's wife or Chris Jericho that writes uh, the book about brawl out? We'll see. Uh, a Steele's wife? You heard about all you, you heard about all that? I shit? heard about um the Jericho thing and I also heard that um one of the young bucks' wife quit their job there. No, this hasn't this was a fucking Cornette's lawyer. Right. Who is also CM Punk's lawyer, which a is Steel's lawyer. And CM Punk's. Yeah. But I Yeah, so he said, you know, oh, Jericho has an NDA. You shouldn't be talking about yeah. this. And Jericho's like, I never signed no fucking NDA. Right. I'll talk as much as I want about right. it. The other thing is they say Ace Steel's wife did not sign an NDA. So my thing has, is this, Justin. I've always said when this book comes out, it's going to be awesome. Whose book? Whose book, who's book is it going to be? The book, the book about Aid. everything okay. that happened in AEW. Right. Pro- probably maybe Punk's, Punk's biography or whatever, maybe. Or just... You know, hopefully it's not the downfall of AEW. One a book like that, you know what I mean? Right. Some kind of tell um, all. Right. Yeah. They're saying, well, it's gonna have to be A Steele's wife, because she also signed an NDA. But of course we know rec- reporters don't sign NDAs and they find people well, that Jericho's also wrote did a couple books. Stuff. I don't see any reason why he couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you could write a whole book called The Brawl Out Incident. So yeah. I think that was the biggest news story. There was a lot of other stuff. There was CM Punk getting fired. There was CM yeah. Punk getting fight. Uh, there was, uh, you know, new. Uh, there's interesting New Japan stuff. New Japan not locking down Osprey. Yeah. New Japan not locking down uh, Aussie Open was a big deal. And that alliance that um, just took place recently. Um, which is? AJ, AJP, um, All Japan, Noah, all of them starting some kind of alliance. Have you heard that? Well, the story right now is that, I mean, uh, what uh, his son is going to wrestle. What's his name? Um, no, no. Dude, my name, my naming is totally off today. Uh, the, the British guy who was in AEW and now he is in, in NXT again, but he don't talk anymore. Uh, Regal. Oh, Regal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve, uh, Steve Regal or William Regal. Yeah. yeah, his son is going to be going to AJPW to wrestle the championship. Oh, really? As far yeah, as far as an alliance goes, I'm not sure about all that. They've been trying to get their heels in Japan for 
years. I, I did. So this is the first shot of that. No, but I heard that there's some kind of, I don't know, formation of something between the Japanese companies like Noah, New Japan. Oh, this is so. Oh, this is something totally different. Yeah. We're talking about. I, I think bro. I okay. did hear about okay. NXT okay. teaming, uh, partnering with somebody out there too. No, you're talking about whatever is like the Japanese Wrestling Alliance yes, or something yes. like that. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I mean, what is that? That is interesting too. I, I I don't know if I'd call that massive news, except pretty good news. It's it's a it's just I would say that it's a it's a professional group, like a business group, where and it's, it's happened because of COVID. It's essentially like all the groups, all these companies together want to have standards that they can share uh in certain times and this also involves helping business so all these companies are going to pay into it it's like almost like a union for all the businesses like trust they're right. going to pay into it and and this and it's run this is run by new japan by the way right um and so they'll pay into it and like wrestler injuries that go above and beyond will be taken care of supposedly mm -hmm. Um, you know, COVID uh, pandemic and stuff like that will, will, they'll be sharing information and sharing stuff like that. So they say the, and, and just a pro business, pro pro wrestling group to further the presence of pro wrestling and its cultural merit in Japanese society, allow pro wrestling to contribute further to culture and sporting sectors and works towards continued health and prosperity. Very general, but I think <laughs> it has a lot to do with informa information sharing okay. with between these companies got you and something you would never see in america i guess yeah so, like maybe they'll have yeah, a monthly meeting or something well well they'll be ha yeah and i think all that stuff is kind of listed but the, in may 6th they will be uh having a huge event under the banner of united japan pro wrestling okay so there you go there's they're going to be so. a little bit of a talent exchange with that i guess or talent sharing yeah, gov governmental communications and requests, strengthening connections to between the companies. So, like you said, um, and in other industries, and sharing resources right. and practices. So best practices, you know. We'll see. Cool. I, I yeah, we'll see. It's very interesting. We'll see how much that means to us as the viewer uh, over time. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's still interesting, and I hope it is for the best. Yeah. By the way, did you see the uh, Hiromu versus Despi shirts that they came out with? You know what? I think so. Is it that Rolling Cradle ones? Like that? that it's it's like re red and gold. They look. It's sweet. like red and gold color. I think yeah. They it's it says HRM versus DSP on it. Right, I've seen in them. red and gold. I think it's some company Dude, called those Rolling are Cradle. Sick. Yeah, I know. Oh, that made yeah. them. They'll be like limited release or whatever, and probably like a. Well, the sh the shipping is like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Plus, for guys like us, it like would be like a twenty five XL out there. <laughs> yeah, it made me mad because I've got my uh, Hiromu versus Naito shirt, and I was like, "Oh, Hiromu versus Despi," but I don't have two hundred fifty dollars to drop on that. <laughs> that's an but, awesome shirt you okay. have, though, because that's the match that never happened. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't wear it anymore. Yeah, because it, it started uh, fading. Did I show you this shirt? Hold on. No. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, that's good. Nice. Is that from Nick Gage right. or something? 
I just got it out randomly oh. online. I seen Hassan wearing it on a stream, and I was like, I should wear that. And I've already gotten tons of compliments for it, actually. Uh, I do have some so. stuff. I, I don't know what I said last time, but I got, like, this company that I know. Oh, hell yeah. The Hayabusa? Yeah, Three Falls brand. I got a couple shirts. Where's with. your Hayabusa purse? Uh, it's on the, the uh, dresser over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's but, right there. Um, cool. I got a Hayabusa shirt. I got the Four Pillars of Heaven shirt. That's pretty sweet. Hell yeah. And I got a Liger shirt that they do, Three Falls. They're a brand out here. and Okay. You know, Three Falls? I like to, Are they online? Yeah. Um, let me see if I can send you the... Only thing is, we know that these Japanese dudes ain't making no money from all this, which kind of makes me sad, but... Uh, yeah, well, what are you going to do? Um, contact Japan and let them know. This company actually did. Uh, Three Falls. I see them on Redbubble here. Um, they have their own site. I was uh, going to no, send it to you in the chat. No, that's not it. Where's the chat these days on this okay. thing? Uh oh yeah they've changed a lot I think we have a personal chat if I go to direct messages and I find you here and I will say hi because you sent me barely legal from ninety seven um if you can find it it's un under DMs on the top left yeah I got it or I think here I sent you okay. the leaks their site um let's see three falls brand do I trust it I do please don't send me a virus. Okay, the 3F. Okay, we got the Road Warriors. A lot of older black and white style reimaginings. Yeah. Uh, Kimonito shirt, which is pretty cute. Yeah, I got the Hayabusa like, shirt. Um, I don't uh, see the... They don't have it anymore. Oh, do you see at the way bottom, the sticker or the patches? They have the four pillars of heaven. I got that in a long sleeve shirt. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah. They got doink, a doink shirt. And I got like a sweet Liger shirt, too. Yeah, that's... Pretty cool stuff, basic and yeah. And I, I like, like to it. support I other like people, kind of like me, that are you know doing their independent stuff, you know. And that's the yeah. They have a really cool. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say they have a really cool Atsushi Onita Clockwork Orange shirt. Yeah, that I like. Isn't that cool? And they're not. He's not ex obscenely expensive. But no, they're normal price. Yeah, they're pretty. Bucks, I, I mean, would actually say cheap. Cheap for. Uh, what is this? Oh, he's got a like an FMW shirt with three falls. Yeah. On it instead. Oh, That's if you go cool. go yeah, I go back and um, you know, at the bottom of the shirts, wrestling punk shirts, click on view all. There's more. Um, so there's a cool cactus. Jack. Wait, where do I go? Where do I so, go? Okay, so you see where the wrestling? Okay, under for, okay, first of all, let's pre-order for the Road Warriors, right? And yeah. then there's wrestle punk shirts and just scroll. There's like they have eight there, but yeah. then there's a view all. And hit view all. Yeah, and then you'll see all the okay. wrestler shirts. Yeah, no, I was look I was look I was looking at that yeah. one. I was looking I got at the Liger ones. one, you know, with the cool. kind of old English writing. And I got the Bro, there's a really sick one that says Pudodesu and it has like all the mass wrestlers I have wearing. I have like that. <laughs> I got that one like a couple years ago. You do? Uh -huh. I have that. That's a really yeah, that's sweet cool. shirt. Um that's cool. And I got the the four pillars of heaven is out is great. Uh, and I got I got the liger. The four my, my only yeah. My only complaint is that I do go out of my way to buy colored wrestling shirts. Um, a lot of times, right. and uh, which is pretty good for WWE has a lot of multicolored yes, shirts do. here, but everything is black. Yeah, I like black shirts. It's just stain free and like kind of a. I, I like them too, especially since I'm a little heavier. But here's the thing. 
people are all make fun of wrestling fans like, oh, all they wear is black shirts. Yeah, most people. Like, I like no, black, I don't. I just like black shirts, so whatever. I I do too, bro. But I, I'm conscious about it as well. Check out uh, Three Falls brand yes. on uh, on your Google machine, yeah. as they call it there. Okay, um, best newcomer. Oh, yeah. See, it's like we, we you fired off these brands that we talked about, right? And um, I never really, like, kind of thought beyond that. I had a busy week. <laughs> um, best mm-hmm. newcomer. Well, what 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 were uh, what are your thoughts on that? We can do that. So, well, I mean, do, do you have have you written down your things, or are you just kind of figuring this out as we? I'm go? I'm figuring this out as we go because I remember I shot you that idea as we were driving, and I kind of never revisited it after that. Yeah. I mean, I have an idea for a lot of this stuff. But let's see, best newcomer. I mean, you, you know, I have to go. Yeah, you see, I don't know if it really counts, but I'm thinking of. Uh, you know, Yoda Suji and yeah. Don't Sochi say Shota don't Umino. say punk or anything. No, like no, no, that. no. Um, if you want to say those guys because they've made their de- debut in New Japan as main as main wrestlers, yeah. I-, I would accept. That. Yeah. Although those those two of those guys are um, absolutely incredible too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, those are two guys. So what do you think, Yoda Suji? Yoda Suji, I think is Yoda Suji and Shota Umino. I think are just kind of interchangeable right now. Um, Yoda Suji had about as, you know, I, as crazy of a debut as you can, where he came out there and got the, the title shot right away. Of course, it's fizzled out since with kind of both of them up and down. Uh, I've got, I've, I've got, I've heard so many people saying that it should be Suji versus Naito at, at Wrestle Kingdom. Well, next year. year, maybe, or not the, you know, whatever, the year after next, maybe, or a couple years from now, maybe, but. I don't think they had to really shotgun that yet. Um, be interesting no, but, to but see because they haven't shot they haven't shotgunned a young guy since really like Okada. Yeah, and so it's kind of like, well, listen, are we going to do any, this again sometime? Where if there's any time when they need to do it, it's probably now or in the last, next two years because you know I think the rumors of Okada flirting with Barry Bloom might be a little bit premature um i don't necessarily think he's looking Mm -hmm. to go to wwe but i think he's at the point in his life where he'll entertain it you know um it's like look at kushida bro he he felt like he did everything you know he was like i've done everything i can i've already won the top tournament i've won the tokyo dome i've won there's a difference though okada is the is is the cornerstone of the company and true he's a he's a main event heavyweight um i think kushida got to the point where he's like well they're not going to make me a heavyweight yeah so you're right i'm gonna you're go right. test the and waters I mean, and go surfing with my buddy shinsuke you know you know something i had heard and this is not okada but i've always wondered why someone like kento miyahara didn't leave all japan and stuff like that or the ace of ddt well he kind of did leave actually he's with uh AEW now, but you know, with Kento, the the thing was always like, well, dude, if he quit, what would the company look like after that? You know, but it's not that really that way for Okada, but it kind of is too because when Okada when Okada holds a championship, things just seem normal. Uh, well, it's just it's always um, how do I put this? It's always 
oh god it's, it's always acceptable it's always you know status quo it's uh you know if anyone is yeah. you know it's like it's viable it's believable you know like you know what i mean it's just like you know it makes sense mm-hmm. let's just put it that way um he's yeah. he's probably still once you give him the, the canvas the best in-ring talent in the world i mean if you had to pick two guys to make an amazing match to save your life. <laughs> well, they're both they're they're both wrestling each other at uh, at at Wrestle Kingdom. So um, there you go. Yeah, I mean, definitely two guys. Although that you might have been thinking Osprey, but but if I need to pick, you know, two guys to put on the most entertaining match I've ever seen, um, I'm would definitely con- uh, seriously consider Kazushka Okada. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Um, yeah. And I think everyone yeah. should. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Um, but him but coming we, to we, the United States are... would be very interesting. Yeah. Um, I would not... <sighs> I don't know if AEW... I would really. I mean, I'm not saying I want to see it, but if he comes, he should probably go to WWE. Um, where he would get the most spotlight and attention and all that, you know? Well, he'd have his name changed to Caden Dillinger in NXT first, and then <laughs> they would. Dillinger, uh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> or like Max Suzuki uh, or something. Um, oh gosh, Max Hayato. No, but they they, they um, seem to let guys keep their names a little bit more often. Or, or they would just turn him into the fucking the uh, Kato Kato Ugh. the the partner of the. They already did that in TNA years ago. So no need. No, of course he would be on the main. He would be in the main event. No, immediately. yeah, they would have to. Um, shoot but, but but uh, we'll see about Okada. Of course, um, just to reel it in here, we're talking about best newcomer mm-hmm. and Yodatsuji. So Yodatsuji gets your vote. Yeah, and, and if so, why why not Umino? Um, I or think. Can you not make a decision on I, that? I think it's really kind of between those two, but um, I would go with uh suji just because of how he jumped in right in the main event picture um yeah of course he's been downgraded and performed since. and delivered he's been downgraded since um and umino did debut on a pretty high level too with taking out um you know osprey right and had that title match and they had an amazing match again later in the year um and now he's got this thing brewing with one of the other great newcomers or you know a little bit below the, these two guys um with ren narita oh oh yeah evil narita is what i call him now but yeah right but um because he turned evil remember yeah he did that's true that was a pretty big angle too um, now he wears a hood i haven't really seen him since then i guess there's only one show that i've kind of Oh, excuse me. Uh, that I haven't been able to piece together. Kind of per- perused <laughs> the twenty second. It was at the twenty second is when he. T- oh, he turned on him actually in a world yeah, tagging had... match, didn't he? When they were already eliminated. Something like that. I I seen a few of his stuff afterwards. I a lot of a lot of people are disappointed in that. Yeah. But uh, you know we'll see. I always say we'll see because he can be a heel and we'll see how he works. It's just the group he's with is not the best, but. For you, you got it in between 
two of the new uh three musketeers quote-unquote yeah. new players yeah two two of the new new three musketeers and uh i like that i'm gonna take my choice in a different direction um i have tiffany stratton as the best newcomer um tiffany is not the best wrestler in the world at all <laughs> but she definitely makes up for it in a few ways one i mean how do i put this she has the look of a wwe wrestler um i'll put it that way but on top of that she's an athlete she was a gymnast um this is not a diva that they just picked up from modeling this girl it was an athlete for her whole life and it's paying dividends in wwe or in nxt right now as she's been champion already um she's been part of big ladder matches she uh, we saw her live in la um, she gets a good reaction now, and she can do this annoying daddy's girl kind of tropey character. And I'm really interested to see how she branches out from there, because for her to branch out, she's going to need to play a character that can be more relatable or if she's just going to do this heel thing. But either way, she's got some good stuff there. She got good moves. She's got the athletic stuff going for her with the flips and the high flying very interested in seeing uh where she where she goes in the next couple years um you have any thoughts on that i mean i i kind of you know i just i see her obviously yes she has a great look but i don't really see it as anything that uh stands out like it just kind of you can line up 10 of them and they you know she's got a very generic kind of look i think um but one thing mm -hmm. she does have going for her is that she does have an athletic background. Um, and another thing, too, she, she kind of, you know, with what you're talking about and all that kind of reminds me of, like, Nikki Bella when she started to work a little more in wrestling and, be, you know, became pretty decent at it uh, towards the end and became kind of that power <laughs> uh, kind of wrestler um, in her, the late stages I would of say run. she's much much better than Nikki Bella already. But in terms uh, in of my like, opinion, you know, that that was the um how do I say this? The, prog the the progression that Nikki Bella made where she almost looked like a legitimate wrestler. She she reminds me of like that she kind of reminds me of that on the high side, you know what I mean? Mm. As like kind of her yeah, her um, ceiling. And yeah. that's a big star, I, you know. I, I, I think she has a higher skill than that. I mean, she just has wrestled for about a year and a half or two years now. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the thing is not just has to do with her presence and her wrestling. I think those by its or her presence. And uh, I think those by themselves wouldn't have done it. But the booking has been good, too. She's been a She was a woman's champion this year. And they that NXT women's belt is kind of protected and has kind of a legacy to it, too. Um, so she was NXT champion. She wrestled Becky Lynch this year, which was lucky for a uh, NXT wrestler. And she did multiple hardcore matches too, which, you know, branching out and doing that. So when I say newcomer, it's one of those, it's like, I was impressed this year. Was she as good as, you know, Shota Umino? No, 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 no. But a lot of people watched her hey, NXT. NXT had good ratings this year. Made an impression on you, then and go for it. Yeah, and uh, I follow her on Instagram, so, yeah. Um, okay, but it's for the wrestling. So, best, uh, I say I say best show, best show of the year. Is there anything that pops into your head, you know, WrestleMania night one, 
was great. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, the sh- show I went to that uh, super super card of honor was awesome. You had all in, all out, all in, um, all sorts of stuff. Payback. Anything that sticks out to you that, that I show you where you was like, oh, you know, you had Wrestle Kingdom last year. Wrestle Kingdom. You had stands out, or still this year. What, what was it? <laughs> power um, Power Struggle was that. Power Struggle was actually was really, was good. really good. Um, Dominion. What was the? There was Dominion, and there was an AEW show really close together. Um, mm, Dominion. I just look at wrestling in 2023. They should have a full thing there. Let's see. 2023 in professional wrestling. Let's look up Dominion. And then right around there, we had Dominion was on June 4th. So that must have been uh, Forbidden Door. I was around there. You know what? I think it was. I right. think Forbidden Door was really good. Yeah, Forbidden Door was the 25th. That was Danielson versus Okada. Mm-hmm. It was in Canada. Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah. Yep. I think that my Forbidden yep. Door, like last year, and... Um, you really like that one? I really like those two. Forbidden Door and Wrestle Kingdom. Forbidden Door was Osprey versus Kenny Omega, uh, CM Punk versus Kojima, um, Sonata versus jungle boy but you had the elite versus the blackpool combat club yeah danielson versus okada that yeah that was a really good show um yeah iwg sorry i'm seeing lance archer versus will osprey but that was before that that was for the omega thing yeah forbidden door and then wrestle kingdom you said last uh, wrestle kingdom Mm -hmm. about a year ago yeah wrestle kingdom i can't believe that jy was in that main event isn't that crazy? <laughs> I completely forgot. That is kind of crazy, man. Yeah. I mean that that was awesome too. We had o- Omega versus Osprey. We had Okada versus Jay White. We had Takahashi versus Ishimori, which is like generally a great match. Uh-huh. Uh Zack Saber versus Ren Narita for the television championship. That match was awesome too. You had FTR versus Bishamon. Uh Bishamon killed it this year. You even had Kyrie versus Tom Nakano. Five minute match, TJP, Francisco, Akira, Leo Rushio. Yeah, that that's real good stuff. Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah. And there's uh, oh wait, they did do two nights. Oh, the second night was the Noah show. Right. That those were kind of and then they okay. did another one. It was like weeks, later, weeks right? later. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not talking about that one. Because no. that really was not a Wrestle Kingdom. No. That was a good show too, though. In fact, and in fact, some of the stuff we're not talking about that was awesome, especially if you're Japanese, was a lot of the retirement stuff for Muda was was real great. Mm. Uh, I mean, and again, if you were Japanese and you imagine watching this guy from the beginning, you know, do you remember when he retired and then Chono came out and wrestled him again after the match? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you remember that was great stuff, dude. And listen, um, you know, I'm going to kind of make a little confession here and say that last few months, and I think a lot of it has to do with hockey season starting, my kids doing more stuff than ever, and, um, you know, the Dolphins being good at football this year. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to the spring and being able to consume more wrestling because I think the Mets are going to have a really shitty year, and I'm going to need it. 
Well, you you've really messed up with the Collision Classic this year, bro. I'm just gonna tell you that. I think you should just burn me at the stake. I feel so. It's one of those things where, like, I watch Dynamite through my illicit means, we'll call it, and they just haven't been reliable lately. Um, <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. I mean, sometimes though, you just gotta go watch the five minute YouTube clip. You know, yeah, I guess that would suffice. But, but the final is the final this week, or did it already happen? Finals done. Who won it? No, no, the no, the final yeah. is Saturday. Eddie Kingston and uh, of course, I'm I'm going to the Kings game on Saturday, so I'll have to find it somewhere else. Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley. That'll be awesome. It'll be that dude. The, the, the whole tournament, like a lot of people saying, it was better than the G1 this year. Is, uh, is the, it's hard to disagree. Is the, is, the, is the chalk thing for Moxley to win that stuff and take it to Wrestle Kingdom? Does that make the most sense? No, no, no. The most sense is that Eddie Kingston finally wins the Triple Crown. Uh, that this Triple Crown from, you know, he's always loved the Triple Crown from All Japan. He put both his belts on the line. If Eddie Kingston loses, he will look like a fucking moron. So this is... And uh, I also... I mean, I love Eddie Kingston as much as the next guy. And it, is this like kind of Eddie Kingston's love letter to wrestling or Eddie Kingston's little fantasy being fulfilled? Is that what this tournament was? Maybe as him giving the two belts, maybe as him winning the Triple Crown, but this is also something that Tony Khan and all the other wrestlers agreed to as well. No, I'm, so, I'm, yeah, yeah, I think this is... I think this is Eddie Kingston, and remember Brian Danielson is someone who's doing a ton of the booking or helping backstage, too. Yes. Uh, I think this is an agreement between them to tell a story here. And yeah, I think this will be uh, the peak of his career so far. So, no, I mean, Eddie Kingston, um, you know, has become that. I mean, I'm sorry, Daniel Bryan has become that clear. seems like that clear number two, almost. Uh, that yeah, we've, from what we've, it seems like backstage. Yeah, that we've kind of been you know, feverishly recommending that uh, Tony Khan get, right? He, yeah. Yeah, thank, thank, thank God it's him, too, because people don't like talking shit about Danielson. They still do, but, I mean, finally someone that's generally respected within the business, not saying Tony Khan isn't, but he's, there's, there's always been a, a, a hate meme against Tony Khan, and so having someone that, that other wrestlers respect and stuff is, is kind of nice um for that but yeah uh yeah no the continental classic have been great i'm sure maybe uh i guess it was this year but it's going to be next year too we'll talk about it again and just trying to make this this hold, year hold the on story one second. i'm is... sorry kenzo i'll time you yeah. go sorry i got a no, time his mouthwash <laughs> um hey you you do what you need to bro <laughs> um but, but no i prefer the, uh, it to be a non-wrestling talent just from the, the sake of you know everyone there but um i'm glad he's found that number two you you'd rather the uh the person that helps him with wrestling not be a wrestling talent well, not an active you think he'd be too selfish no no just not an active roster member like somebody with experience why no, just because you, you know that's that was the whole problem with the, the place to begin with was that they had guys on the roster running it and they were either booking themselves inappropriately, like Cody, and it took Kenny Omega forever to get going there because he was one of the people on the booking t committee, 
and the same thing yeah, with but the Young Bucks. But the part of the reason was because they didn't want to be championships so quick and book themselves into being. And that should not be. Bad. You say that was bad. And that was bad. But, but yes. I mean, when they first, but when they first started, how would they have known? How, when they first started, how would they have known, dude? They didn't want to repeat the mistakes of the past. Right. But that's the thing is if they had a non-wrestler in charge, you knew that you had to put those guys front and center to begin with when launching a new company. And they could, they didn't want, I think and whether I think someone's a wrestler them, or not, they though, put themselves in a position where they would, they didn't want to book themselves as the champions right away. And they felt guilty if they did. And I don't think that's why I think it should be a non-wrestling talent so they can make the decision just based on what's best for the company rather than, Oh, I don't want to make us look like we're just making us the champions right away. When that was probably what was best to come out right away and see here, here are, Here's Kenny Omega, who's the best wrestler in the world, instead of putting him on the back burner for the whole first year of the company. I, I don't know, man. I, I, yeah, Omega the first year it wasn't. Yeah, I guess that is kind of true. Seeing him wrestle like fucking Shima, like that was a little weird. And so, the young bucks with it, but, so uh, but I'm not... up. And and I understand they're, they're maybe they they wanted to go in there humbly and they don't want to make it seem about like them, but. In, in all honesty, that's why you have other people make the decisions and not the current talent. Well, I really don't have a whole lot to complain about, about Chris Jericho and then uh, oh, yeah, John Moxley. Sure. And then, I mean, those those were pretty good. But uh, to add to that, you know, this will be the first pay-per-view with no elite at all on it. So times are a change in, in AEW. Uh, Kenny Omega has diverticulitis, mm-hmm. which we hope he recovers from that sounds absolutely horrible and enlargement of the colon i mean uh so. it's a very painful thing and i know that you know guys like uh brock lesnar have had it and it, it put them down for a while too i've heard so. a lot of like physical beasts have had it what 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 like, like why it involves that? eating tons of protein and stuff is it is it because of over protein consumption consumption aids to it's, it or it's it seems to have something that helps, like that helps you get it. Right. You're, it hurts you. I see. So, okay. Well, you know. I mean, Kenny uh, uh, went me, through about as many physical ailments as possible from vertigo uh, to hernias to double knee surgeries to he's been. Yeah. He was saying there. he thought he had a her- He thought he had a hernia again. Right. It ended up being that. So. Yeah, we hope the best for him. Um, I'm going to say my best show this year. I had two of them. Um, I put two down. Um, first of all, I want to talk about uh, novelty in wrestling. One thing we love in wrestling is new shit. And uh, that will always be the case, unless it's really bad. But we all are interested in new stuff. I think that All In this year was fucking awesome. I'm not saying it had the best wrestling, but it was new. It's kind of becoming AEW's WrestleMania. They've already sold 50,000 tickets for next year, and it's months and months and months and months away. Um, and man, some of that stuff was unforgettable. I mean, Jericho versus Osprey, you know, even Punk versus Samoa Joe, I thought was great. Mm-hmm. I thought the main event, Adam Cole, uh, I, I just thought the whole thing was pretty cool, man. I, I'm again, not the best wrestling, but the atmosphere and the novelty of it and what it might mean in the future. I loved it. Yeah. So. I mean, um, I'll agree with you pretty much on, on all that. I thought the whole show was great. Um, the Punk Samoa Joe match was probably the best match on the card, in my opinion. 
uh, that night. That was a great. That was a great match, and it was bloody. Yeah, it was physical. I actually, I could be wrong on this, dude, but I actually think that All In has affected British culture in a minor way. Might sound goofy and stuff, but it was such a big deal that I've seen videos of like a woman. I saw this video of a woman going, "Oh, I don't like AEW," and they were like, "What's that?" They're like, "It's WWE for grownups. It's horrible." And I thought it was funny. It's like, okay, you got casual people hearing, oh, like AEW, it's it's for grownups. You know what I mean? And uh, and it's become, it, I hope it becomes a cultural thing. Like every year, like, oh, we're doing Wembley. You know what I mean? Well, that's, that's they're really banking on that, I think. Because yeah. they can't yeah. sell no um, 46,000 seats next year. That ain't going to cut it. I think they would be successful at fifty thousand, bro. I've heard that that would be a success for them. Yeah, but not when you do. The prices are 000. way more expensive. Not when you do seventy three thousand the year before. You got you got to you got to keep that no. going. Yeah, we'll tell that to New Japan. Um, well, okay, I, and, but yeah. hey, that that is Ace's goal. That is Ace's goal. Sell out the Tokyo Dome. I'm sure I mean, we'd all love to sell out the Tokyo Dome, Ace. Yeah, but oh, man, is that what he said? He wants to sell it out next year. That's his goal. That's hey his man, goal as president. How about that for story of the year? Uh, yeah. You want to talk yeah. about unexpected? I mean, we. It's not that. I, I was not as shocked as you were. Well, if you would have told me that he would be the president one day, I'd be like, yeah, I could see that for sure. But to basically yeah, have it like happen two now. Ago, yeah. I mean, come on. It did come out of nowhere. A current title holder is your new champion. Um,. When you usually put business people in that position, right? Like people with business yeah. backgrounds. Yeah, like 990, especially in Japan. So to me, he's 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 apparently going to have a huge... Th first of all, you know, in my brief, almost 10-year fandom of New Japan, maybe a little less, maybe a little more, I know that someone like... Hiroshi Tanahashi is as vested in New Japan as anybody ever has been and ever will be in terms of him being ingrained in the product and ingrained in the company and being just part I would of it. think of him before at my age and my fandom I would think of him before I thought of Inoki in my head yeah you say New Japan I think of Tanahashi because you know in the figureheads I think of him and Liger right now as you know, be having yeah. the you know, of course, Okada give him five or six more years before he's in that conversation. But you know, in all the kind of behind the stage, uh, behind the scenes stuff that you very rarely see with the dojo, Tanahashi's around, you know, Nagata's around, but Tana obviously has been his whole career in New Japan. And yeah, um, I obviously I think he's going to, I would assume have a little bit more of a saying creative. And I don't think Obari was had anything to do with creative um, outside of a few things here and there, but uh, not a ton. Yeah. And I told you that too, that that's where I'm really interested in. Yeah. Um, this is a guy who's seen ghetto booking for years and years. Um, and we'll see how that happens. I, I'm interested as well mm -hmm. and um, with the goal being, is he going to stop mm -hmm. wrestling? I mean, how is that going to work? No, no, no. He's not. I haven't seen his press conference or anything that happened yet. 
I might go he, on he world said, afters. He said, I am not going to stop wrestling. Right, right, right. So, who know, but, what, but what does that mean? Does that mean 10 matches a year? Or does that mean he'll be in the G1? Huge difference there. So You're absolutely right, yes. Uh, we'll see. And and I, I don't want you to forget either that he answers to Kidani. Um, while he is president, his choices are vetted by Takaki Kidani, who is his yeah, boss. Yeah, of course. So but I mean, one man still still runs this company. To say that he won't have a huge influence in the day to day workings of the company, um, yeah, he's going to. I would believe so. I think that uh, what was the last guy's name again? T- Obari. T- Obari. Yeah. I think Obari did a pretty great job uh, after Harold May. I think he did a great job of moving the company uh, towards working with other Japanese companies, really opening up and and working the relationship with AEW. That's a huge one. Um, And uh, I think that uh, it looks like, I'll just call him Ace Tanahashi. I think that Ace has a a similar mindset. He wants to keep working with other companies. He, He values the relationship with AEW. And he wants to improve business at home. And uh, if anyone can do it, fuck, he can be a figurehead, bro. Put his face on the main, on the, the, the poster. Call him the dude. I shit out. Okay. I don't know if you should do this in new Japan, but I was like, make him an on-screen authority figure, but let's not do that. No. Um, yeah, we should probably avoid that. Um, but we don't need corporate Tanahashi. Um, I don't want him to get beat and be like, all right, since I'm the president now, I will. Oh, God, that would be the worst uh, thing. Uh, the whole thing reminds me a little bit of Hiroshi Hase, who wrestled for New Japan back in the day and ended up as a, uh, a current politician and one of the biggest uh, named wrestlers back in the day and ended up taking lots of behind-the-scenes roles. Um, so pretty pretty cool stuff there, bro. Yeah, so um, that would definitely hey, I- make that... Some honorable mention at the very least for story of the year. Biggest news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, best show. Also, I have to mention WWE Payback. I mean, dude, the crowd there was fucking nuts. This was a Puerto Rican crowd who had been waiting for wrestling. That was and a great show. Not only yeah. did they give them a cool show, Bad Bunny came out, and that Bad Bunny entrance was one of the best entrances of the year. I mean, when you have all these, uh, you know, Spanish-speaking fans singing his song in Spanish as loud as possible, that gave me chills. And don't forget, Clash the Castle was a really good show too. Yeah, that's that was last year, brother. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yep, that that was in September of last year. Okay. Well, uh, because I'm done. that happened while I was at yeah yeah Clash the Castle. Good show still, but uh. And, you know, this year we've got payback in France. So are we going to get this? I'm wondering if, you know, are they going to get a French musician? No one's like Bad Bunny. Uh, But, you know, hopefully uh, we'll have some of the Montrealers come out and speak a little French to the French crowd. Perhaps. So even though, you know, I've heard French people really cringe at Montreal accents. So. Right. Well, whatever. Yeah, I cringe at some Southern accents. Um, best on commentary, Justin. We've had a weird year of commentary this year. Um, let's. I I still think I got to stick with Kevin Kelly this year. 
Um, it's unfortunate Again. that his his uh, New Japan has come to an end, and I totally understand why, and I wish him the best of luck. Um, but it's almost like this is a lifetime achievement award this year um, because you know when you, you might give it him again last, next year for AEW. Yeah, though. you never know. Right, and um, I just you know want to th- thank Kevin Kelly for just being the perfect guide to people that were getting yes. into New Japan. And um, he's still the best play-by-play guy, I think, in the business right now. Um, so I, I was, He's not doing play-by-play either. I know. He's not doing it now either, is he? Is it Tony Schiavone's doing uh, it? No, Tony Schiavone is. Right. Yeah. So um, Doing color commentary. And he earned that spot, man, with AEW. He earned to stay home. He earned to work for a big company again. And I don't think it was going to be WWE. So if anything, he was going to get that gig with, it was going to be with, um, he doesn't have, he doesn't have the look and he doesn't have the age for WWE. Only Michael Cole gets that right. Um, I suppose, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, did you hear Kevin Kelly on the super J cast recently? I don't listen to that show. Okay. They, they did interview him and it was pretty interesting. And he talked about some stuff. It was worth checking out. And who did he talk shit about? Because Kevin Kelly always gets brutally honest. Who did he talk shit about this time? Was it uh, Ocon? Well, he did. Me- yeah, he's well, a huge I, disappointment. Yeah, he did mention that, but um, I think he was talking about it was what he mentioned about Walker Stewart, um, which I'd actually love to t- get your take now that you've kind of heard him a few times. Um, I know he said it in kind of like a playful way, but he's like. They hired someone young and stupid that they don't have to pay that much money. I'm paraphrasing. Um, yeah. And um, but he talked about how Walker, the reason why they he likes Walker and think Walker is a good hire is they needed to hire someone who they think can eventually move to Japan. And. Ah, if well, they're gonna, he is young, so... Yeah, if they're going to do things right, he thinks that they need a full-time person living in Japan to be the English commentator um, because if they need to take it seriously. It makes sense. And I felt he felt... I, he didn't say it, but I really felt like he felt a little bit underutilized with New Japan in a way. Um because he made a point where he said, if you're going to be marketing towards American people, you would get American people to start the marketing. If I was going to, if AEW started in AEW Russia, we wouldn't have Japanese people do the, mar- uh, the American people do the marketing plan to Russian people. We'd, ha- we'd hire Russian people to do it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess he said is New Japan World, the New Japan was doing all the marketing in the United States with Japanese people. And to me that if I'm new Japan and I have a guy like Kevin Kelly, I would be tapping him for stuff like that and asking him, what do you think we should do with this or whatever? But he, I think he felt like he was underutilized and, of course, I'm just speaking. What do you mean for they him. had American people do it? No, they had they had American people doing the commentary. And when you're talking about a talent like Okada and stuff, like no, the reason is because it's exotic to bring him to America. What, what do you mean by uh, there was Japanese people trying to? Present? Well, I guess in terms do you, of do like you mean the, that the office, the office yeah. was all Japanese. I would get. Well, okay, the, I get that the people running the social media, the people marketing and booking shows and all that stuff were Japanese. Yeah. 
Um, True. So he said, why wouldn't you get an American staff to do that stuff or, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, because, yeah. you know, he says yeah, that. Uh, no, that, that, ma- that, that makes sense. And um, I think he I was, do add- he was a really great ambassador for the company, um, in terms of America as well. So. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Walker Stewart, I really don't have much to say. Um, I've been listening. I've been watching the shows in Japanese mostly at this point. Um, and uh, I think time time will tell. He's so young, um, man. I could not imagine doing that at 21. It's amazing that he's in that position. And good for him. And I, I bet you they are It's amazing that he's in that position. And, and yeah, I, 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 I think it's like good for him. Um, I'd, I'd rather talk about this in about a year. Yeah. And we will talk about it before then. We will talk about it before then. But... Um, there's a there's 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 some stuff on okay. my mind that I really would rather not go into right now. Um, oh, but yeah. I, I I I think he is uh, on the way to uh, improving and getting into this slot. I think he needs to spend time with uh, needs to spend a lot of time with his co-host. Um, mm-hmm. I think he needs to watch a lot of more New Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seems like a fan, so I'll say that. That's awesome, you know. Which obviously should be right, but um, well, he seems like he's a, a, like a, a baseball analogy here. He seems like he's your number one prospect, but he's in single A, and you're calling him up in the big leagues right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's got a yeah, lot of promise. That, that's, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good way of putting it, yeah. especially when you're comparing him to. Even WWE has pretty talented uh, guys and on polished. commentary. I'm not saying the best, yeah. but po- polished. Yeah, and that style. And uh, he's going to figure his way. Uh, the one thing I've said is that guy just has such a very prototypical, like, oh, this is a sports announcer guy. He's when got they the hear voice for sure. But, it's, uh, but at the same time, learning how to be comfortable with that voice and not fake it is is uh is a talent in itself yeah absolutely. and you know his twitter name is like the silk voice or something yeah so yeah. he seems to have this idea that uh, well he, he, he i think his voice i think he thinks his his I, he's got more work to do on, on put the it voice this way aspect, he might have come up so. with that twitter handle when he was 16 years old so <laughs> True, he's only twenty one, and that's what the thing. And you have, and I have to agree with you on that, dude. Like, I've got guys I work with that that are twenty five that I think of as kids. So, and this is no attack on him, but when we watched our first Wrestle Kingdom, Walker Stewart was like twelve years old. So, let's. (laughs) Yeah, and I I don't want to be too gatekeepery because look, no, I don't. Kelly helped decide this guy, and he is there. And pretty much I'm going to have to accept him one way or another, unless he j- he's absolutely horrible, which he is absolutely not horrible. He's, he's And I hate using the term not bad, but he is not bad. No, um, I mean, it's and it, I like think we said, this he's, will he, improve over time. He's a rookie that's being made a starter right away. So there's going to be um, some growing pains, no pun intended, because the guy's six foot six or whatever. But um <laughs> he's going to be, he's going to have to grow, grow into the role. And I think, uh, you know, Chris Charlton hopefully can, is going to join him as much as possible. And hopefully Chris Charlton is going to be the the one who has to really carry him. 
put the work in. Yeah, and hopefully yeah. Chris can kind of not just stay in the Tokyo area. And um, if I'm so Walker, I would I would move the guy to Japan and let him just totally. Um, what do you? What's the word for it? Um, immerse himself uh, in the in the, yeah, in the culture gonna, yeah, and in the language say, and, and everything. Totally learn to embrace everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> and that's another thing. Like look, that that with the twenty one years old, that is huge. The language stuff because Kevin never really fully grasped the language, just little parts of it. And so, if you're twenty one. And you do move to Japan and, you know, you start learning the language and stuff. That would be pretty incredible, actually. And plus, he's got no wife, um, no kids, from what I understand. There's no attachments. Um, the company can say, hey. And he's got... S huh? He's got a lot of other skills, too. Right. But he's a guy where you could say, hey, um, we're going to need you to move to Japan in 30 days. And he's got a lot of less ends to tie before he would do something like that. Yeah, I think he lives in, like, Texas or something. That makes sense. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, very young. I even his face, like physically, he looks very young. Thank God he's got a beard mm -hmm. going on for him. But uh, definitely um, someone we are talking about, about commentary, um, maybe one day. And we hope that one day he will be our best commentary. Mine this year uh, was Nigel McGuinness, dude. Awesome. I mean, he's Good back. N Ni Nigel's back, and I've always liked him. I don't usually like the heel character, uh, except Gino Gambino, but <laughs> Nigel's great. And I mean, when he talks trash about Brian, you know, he's wrestled Brian tons of times. Right. There's stuff. a history there. A lot of these, a lot of the, yeah, a lot of these guys he's wrestled in the past. ROH, you talk about the Briscoes, you talk about Brian or Cesaro, uh, or excuse me, uh, Claudio. Um, it's, is really cool hearing him back. Him and I mean, I I I actually was one of the people who really liked him uh, in NXT with uh, Mauro, and mm -hmm. you know, I, I just always thought that it was those two and one more. And I don't, I'm so sad I don't remember this bro this guy's name. Um, but he's he's great. Um, uh, uh, ROH. What are the announcers in ROH? Um, is uh, it Ian Riccoboni? Is his name Percy? Percy Pringle? No. ROH. Yeah, it's Ian and Ian's partner. Oh. Who um, is, was in... He's the black guy, right? Um. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember what his name is. Uh, is it per... per partner? I, I know Let's who you're see. talking about. Yeah, he's amazing, and we got to figure really out his good. name so I can give him a shout-out. Uh, R-O-H, let's see, R-O-H announcers. It's like, per, it's like purse, okay, Ring of Honor personnel, we're going down here. Okay, broadcast team, yes. No, it's Caprice. Caprice, right, yeah. Woo! Caprice, uh, Caprice Coleman yeah. is awesome, he's good. too. He is great. He was also, God, that R-O-H show the other day. Oh, shit. That was great too, and uh, especially um, God, dude, this this Black Taurus. You've seen him live, right? Yes. He is so good, dude. The guys like I, I didn't know he. I didn't know he. Well, no. Here's the thing. Everyone's like great bass. No, dude, he does high flying. No, no one told me this. He did some insane planches. Well, when I went, he was in a triple threat match with, um. 
uh, Commander and Vikingo. Yes. <laughs> so of course that really, he, of course That's... he's going to be the base for that mostly. Um, okay. Although he did an insane plancha, and uh, well, he can you know, do a twist. He can do a fucking twisting tornillo out through the ropes, dude. Like like speedy too. I mean, my goal has been and, to go to more uh, wrestling shows this year, but I did go to three this year, and I think they were good ones. I went to the NXT, I went to a GCW, and I went to the PWG, which I'm really glad I got to see because I don't know when they're running again. You don't know the future of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, he he's great, just by the way. And uh, just like every Lucha that wears a mask, extremely handsome guy. Uh, I've seen him with his face covered up. Dude, he looks like Roman Reigns, except even more buff. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, is there, like, a, like I don't know if it needs to be a separate product, but how do you, these guys are awesome. Uh, those three that we're speaking of, is there a way to, like, kind of feature them um, in an important way that's not just a sideshow? Well... They've got to get they've got to get into that scene in AEW. Right. Um, but yeah, you're kind of right. Like in ROH and AEW, they we have the lucha matches. But what do they mean? Um, they are like the Triple A Omega Championship and stuff. But like, I would definitely like to see one of these guys break through. And that's actually something I had written down here. And this was uh, stuff where like, who needs to kill it in 2024? Uh, and uh, of course, everyone, but certain wrestlers like I have Bandito written down here as someone who needs to make a huge impression mm -hmm. in 2024. Um, so it, we'll see. Uh, and all these Mexican wrestlers like, yeah, I agree. Are they going to be the opener to every pay-per-view and kill it? Or are we going to start talking about like having them into uh, serious, more serious matches? I, but hey, I'd uh, love Roosh to see the and. Yeah. Well, but but I will say Roosh and uh, and uh, Andrade were both in the tournament this mm -hmm. year, and both did really well. So, but these masked guys, yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, tag team of the year. Who do you got? Um, tag team of the year. Um, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, Sami Zayn, and there's the Usos. There's Sami Zayn and Us. There is uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Oh, there's, there there's is Bishimon. There's the there's the Bishimon. There's the Young Bucks. There's FTR. There's the Acclaimed, uh, who really came into their own this year. Aussie Open, who yeah. hasn't really wrestled a ton this year, Catch but two, yeah. two. There's uh, there's the uh, what, what is it? Drilla Maloney, right? Yeah, and the War Dogs. Yeah, War Dogs. War Dogs. Yeah. Um, Good stuff this year. Yeah, I think I, I just go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I I just chose the obvious. I chose FTR, and I wasn't sure, but then I thought to myself, and I looked back, and I said, okay, they were at the Tokyo Dome and had a really good match. They had a bunch of great matches after that. A bunch of great defenses. They they did Aussie Open. They went to uh, uh, they you know had some great stuff, and their two out of three falls match with the Golden Elite was one of the best matches I've seen all year. Mm -hmm. And it was on TV. Just right. an incredible two out of three falls match. Um, this is coming off last year when they had a legendary series of matches with the Briscoes. Um, I think they did it again this year, dude. And this is my I mean, thoughts. Is 
I want to. There's a part of me that wants to go with the biggest tag team moment of the year, which was obviously Sami Zayn and Kevin Kevin Owens winning on day one of WrestleMania. I mean, in terms of like tag team moments of the year, I mean that is, I think, by far number one. You can go with FTR that had so many runs. Uh, you know, talking about match quality and all that, and holding all those titles in one year. Um, you can talk about even, uh, you know, Catch 2-2 for having a great run as the, um, as the, is the light heavyweight champions. But, um, I know I'm yeah. going to, yeah, they were great too. Yeah. This is a tough year for that tag team, but, uh, I'm going to go for the consistent stalwart and that's going to be Bishimon. Uh, and honestly, I think if I you, it. if you get a full year of Aussie open, I think it's them. Um, but we basically had Mark Davis get injured a injuries. lot. Injuries. And injuries. Multiple times. And they're not even a tag team anymore right now. But there's been one I th- stable tag team that has held gold almost consistently through the year. One world tag league for the second consecutive year. And have been the glue of that tag division yeah. for the last three years. And that's Vishimon. I think that... I wrote this on Twitter a few days ago. Someone needs to do a study on Yoshihashi and and talk about his mid-card, lame-ass position going on to be a very good singles wrestler and then finding extreme success in the tag division. And taking uh, whether a guy like Goto, who was almost to dad's yeah, status yep. uh, recently. And yes. Definitely being pushed down in the mid card. Don't forget how people were kind of making fun of the idea that he was wrestling Tanahashi to see who was going to wrestle Punk it all in. Remember that or Forbidden Door? I can't remember what it was. Yeah, and I've, I've always, I've always loved fucking Goto. I, I've right. always thought he was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, getting these two guys, putting them together, chaos, and. Just, dude, these guys are as good as FTR or any tag team in the world. Really, they are. But uh, this is something I. Go ahead. Don't forget, let's give a very close honorable mention to those six man tag team champs in New Japan, the never open weight. Well, yes, I agree. Those, those are great. So we're talking about They've Okada, a, Tanahashi, and Ishii. Um, Ishii. Very, give them honorable They've mention. They've had a great sure. year. I don't want to. I don't want to end will, this conversation I will give without them. them all, all, yeah. I will give them honorable mention, but it's also one of those like, how could that not be great in a way? That's fine. Uh, but still, that doesn't that doesn't uh, take take down from the fact that they are. Uh, they were great, and you know, remember too when we go back to Yoshihashi. Remember, he started by winning those triple, the triple belts like last year or the year mm-hmm. before or something. Um, that's when like his first, oh, you finally won a belt. Now the dude's been tag team champ for like a whole year. And the, and, the, and the, that chaos run was really good too. And probably worthy of uh tag team of the year mentions as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and this is something I brought up too, is that I always heard that Vince McMahon's philosophy was the reason tag teams exist is to make single stars. That is the reason. Yeah. But New Japan also often has a flip on this, which is that tag teams can be great single wrestlers combined to make another act. And uh, that's kind of how they've done a lot. And it's really worked because it's it's almost like they're the two of them are greater than the whole of their sum. Is that how it is? 
Is that the term? No, I get it. It's the two of them together are greater than they can ever be individually. Yeah. 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 Um, Although yeah, Koto, just, Koto is a when, former... Every time I watch them, it's so good. I mean, Goto is a former G1 winner and former champion, right? Yep. Yeah, he yeah, he had some, some flirtations with that. I don't know if he's a champion, bro, was he? Yeah, I think it was... We'll I see his head being all beaten up and wrapped, but I think that's when he won the G1. I think he was an IWGP champion at some point. I thought it was like the the one that he always evaded. Let's see. I'm here right now. Uh, New Japan. Let's see. Okay. He has. No. No, he's never been oh. champion, bro. Okay. He's been intercontinental champion twice. Okay. So, but he's never open weight five times, but no, he's never won the belt. He probably never will. Um, But yeah, great. Just, just great stuff from Bishamon. And I would put them at a. Close second, women wrestler of the year, woman wrestler of the year. Mm. And just so no one yells at us, yes, there are women who are wrestler of the year. We're just splitting it up because I think some women uh, deserve notification. You know, a woman already won best newcomer. So that's why we're doing this. So woman wrestler of the year, go ahead. That is a tough one. Um... It's not tough for me, bro. Do it then. Tell me. This is Rhea Ripley. I mean, Rhea Ripley had... Okay, am I going to say she had banger after banger? No. No, I'm not going to say that. Did she have one of the best WWE women's matches in history? Yes, she did. She had that at WrestleMania. The main point is that she's been one of the main cornerstones of one of the most popular acts in wrestling. To the point where I've had multiple non-fans... Talk about her to me. Like, have you seen this girl, Rhea? She's crazy, bro. Like, oh, you got to like, like, she seems to be the talk of the town um, for people who don't even know wrestling. And I don't know any other woman who has broken into kind of the mainstream in that way this year. I'm in 100% agreement with you. And plus, she's somebody that you can put, I mean, right away, she's, she's, she's attached to arguably the biggest heel in pro wrestling as well. Yeah, and she's attached to it, and there's more stories that are going to come out from that. So, yeah, the, the you know, Christian and Dom, probably two of the biggest heels um, in pro wrestling right now. Mm -hmm. And she is d directly, you know, catchphrases, getting over mommy and poppy and all this stuff that, like, I'm not going to say came out of nowhere because I saw her wrestle in the May Young Classic and knew she was going to win it years ago. But what she's done, her look... Uh, is awesome she's always has a cool look but she's really broken in it, dude there's so many casual fans that go to these shows and they are chanting mommy mommy you know you know when you hear some funny side note is my grandma who i've kind of documented is turning into a wrestling fan she you know she yeah. let's give her it she's 97 and she was saying she goes i thought that wow. um i thought that she was his mother You know, <laughs> he's a young boy. She's he's like, very young he boy, really but she's mother. not that old. She's yeah, not. She's like she's not, not even old. 30. But um, yeah, she's attached to the biggest company in the world. She's you can throw her on as the last segment and people would believe it. Um, 
you could have her wrestle men and people would believe it, I, which is only said for a few other things like China. And Jade she does have Cargill, that China vibe too. Has Jade Cargill done anything for WWE yet? Jade Cargill showed up three or four times. Uh, then they asked Triple H, hey, where's Jade Cargill? And he said, basically, we didn't realize how bad she was. And we're rethinking everything. So they're training her, basically. She's down at the performance center. Yeah. Which she was never a, 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 a great wrestler. I don't know why that's a big surprise. No. So, I mean, I, yeah. She but, was a presence and, I, and she was a presence. But someone that I'm definitely, I'm, I, I'm, I, I, this is what, how my mind works is uh, Rhea Ripley this year for sure. But someone to really keep out for 24 is Julia. Well, we'll see if she goes to WWE. Right. But just in general, I think Julia is in the honorable uh, mention conversation. Maybe EO Sky. Oscar had a really good year. Bianca so EO, Belair. E e EO Sky was in that mix, too. She won her first major championship this year. She showed up to all her matches and put her body on the line. I mean, in crazy ways. The trash can. One money in the flip. bank. She, money in the one money in the bank uh she had a great year too you go to japan and there's just more stuff i mean suzu suzuki is probably the best woman wrestler in the world in my opinion right now uh she wrestles tonight i'm gonna try to catch that show um but she's also extremely young um and got years to go but she wrestles like she's been she wrestles like she's in her mid-30s um you stardom so many injuries this year, dude. Tom Nakano got injured. Uh, Saya Kamatani got injured. Pr pretty much like all your main event stars get injured. So that sucked. Um, Micah had a great year there as well. And again, it, tonight is Suzuki versus Micah. So this match is real big. Um, TJPW, I didn't hear as much. A Tony Storm we didn't mention. Another one who's kind of turned it around. Mm -hmm. um, That's true. And become very popular uh and when we talk about oh in 2024 you gotta say like jamie hater has been missing all year we would love to have her on this list absolutely well yeah she hasn't wrestled all year dude she's been injured she's been out yeah. and she didn't wrestle it all in and she's british so oh. um and you know i think i'm gonna say this too i wouldn't say she's a wrestler of the year i think soraya has done a good job in w in aew too i think She's not, look, she has only so much of a limit, but I think she's done good in her spots. I'll put it that way. Now, I have a question. Rhea for Ripley. You. Like, we're, we're on the topic of mm -hmm. women's wrestling. Is this the year to invest in Stardom World? No. Mm -hmm. No, dude. Stardom, I don't see it changing that much. I'd say every year is the year to invest in Stardom World, except that. Uh, stardom does that stupid thing new japan does where their like big shows are just pay-per-views oh. so it's like what's the point you want to watch their pay-per-view a week later and in fact most of the shows aren't even live they put them on the day after so stardom world is just not the best product right i mean that's you know, okay i hate to say the fact that like i don't want to stay up late to watch now, them anyway say that again you glitched out oh, you, it's, say, it's just too much i don't know if i would necessarily stay up late to watch a stardom show so maybe watching the next yeah. day is fine, but if I'm going to pay, the price point is probably eight bucks a month, right? Yeah, and Stardom has the best 
women's wrestling in the world, but there's some things too. Like you don't have to cry after every third match. I I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Some people like that, but like, you know, just the constant, like crying when you win or lose. Um, but Hey, you know, maybe the emotion, the the other weird thing is like 95% of the fan are men. Um, (laughs) is weird. Is, is it uh, English commentary readily available? Mm, I can't answer that right now. I don't know because I've only seen it in Japanese. Okay, and I'll probably watch it in Japanese tonight. Fuck, have Walker Stewart. He said he wants to do Stardom, so fuck, have him move to Japan. Start doing uh, Stardom as well. I'm a 21 yeah. years old. I would be down to do that, dude. I'd be, tr- I'd be like, I'd be like, or, yo, can you know, I not work for New Japan? Can I work? For- could do it. I mean, I have a wife that's Japanese, and. We well, let's do it. do it, bro. We have a podcast. You know? And let me complain to you real quick about wrestlers real quick. This mm. goes out to... First of all, we got our main man. And he's his name is Hanare. We love Hanare. I'm not okay. talking about Hanare. Okay. I'm talking about these assholes. Uh, ELP oh. and Hikuleo. I need to, t- to complain about them, okay? Oh. Okay. So they come out and they say... We are willing to do interviews with any podcast. Please message us, right? Okay. They did their run. I saw. So we already, we already have, we already had New Japan wrestler on this show. So having these guys on would be nothing, right? So I m- go to message ELP. No messages. His messages are closed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why would you tell me to message you? So I go to write Hikleo. Only verified Twitter users may message Hikuleo. Mm-hmm. I'm not spending eight bucks a month on Twitter to fucking message people, dude. Mm-hmm. I already spend fourteen dollars a month on our podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just I did, I thought that was dirty. Like, hey, message me if you want to talk, but hey, if you don't pay for Twitter, which I get no money for, you don't get to. Does that mean that you could have just commented underneath? Well, it said message me. Slide in our DMs, it oh. said. Okay, well. So, anyways, they hey, did their thing. Did Props his, to they them. Were on I hope they have a great keeping match. Keeping it strong style. Um, And I saw them do a couple other random things. I think the only one they were on that I listened to was keeping it strong style. Yeah, they did a few things, but they should have been on Wrestling End. That really should have happened. Like, I saw that in the in the crystal ball and then it didn't materialize okay that's fine that's fine um we're talking about the positives um next up wrestler of the year and there's many that you could talk about i mean there is some people would say cm punk some people would say cody Mm -hmm. cody had a great year um, some people would say Osprey. Some people would say MJF. Some would say Roman Reigns. Uh, R- 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 who who says that? Well, he would the WrestleMania main event. I just most dominant. He's wrestled presence, like three times, right? Yeah, I know. Well, that's a whole other story. But some Seth, people would say that. Seth Rollins. People Seth, might say absolutely. Workhorse. I mean, having that championship. L- and, LA uh, Knight. LA Knight for for getting the key to the city. Maybe that he's the best. The reason why, by the way. I know, seriously. Calling him a newcomer is kind of funny, though, when right. 
he is a newcomer, but it's funny you read the Mox book and they're talking about doing drugs together, like in the fucking 2003. <laughs> Ricky Rickerton or something was his name. Sean Ricker. Yeah, L.A. Knight. Yeah. Was that his name? Yeah, that's his. That's his shoot name. Sean Ricker. Something like that. Keep it to Eli Drake was better. But it's way better than Eli Knight. I have L.A. Knight. I don't know what that even means. I like L.A. Knight better than Eli Drake. The only thing is L.A. Knight don't make sense because he's not even from L.A. and he's got a southern accent. Anyway. I don't think he has um, a southern accent. And he didn't even accent. show he's up in Maryland. Maryland. He's got a little bit of a... He's got a little... Hey, even if it's in Maryland, he's got a little bit. A little bit of something. Well, I told Look, you dude, he was living in my neighborhood for a while, so he he did live out in L.A. for a while. For no, a that wasn't time. Eli Drake. That that was that dude. That that was the the uh, that was Bradley or something. No, it was Eli the guy, Drake. That was the guy. Out. The guy who got fired oh, him from uh, WWE. Him too. But, Brad Maddox. Yeah, Brad Maddox lives out here somewhere, I think, but or at some point. But no, but uh, Eli Drake. I've seen him at the. I used to see him at my gym time to time. On Hollywood and Highland, he lives around. Did you ever go up to him and say, "Yeah"? No, I think he was doing NWA at the time, and he was. I know he was. That makes sense. He was living um, up by Hollywood and Highland in that area, um, in a in a you know one of the high rise condos or something. I'm pretty What's sure the guy who does uh, championship wrestling from uh, California, L.A. What's his name again? Well, Dave Marquez. Yeah, I think I've brought this up on on the pod before, but I'll bring it up again. If you ever get the chance to see Eli Drake and Dave Marquez yeah. in NWA Choose do the, the promo together, it is so funny, dude. Yeah, he's got, it was like for Christmas or something, and, and he keeps doing the yeah, yeah, and then I think he says to Dave Marquez like, "Do you want to hold this microphone?" And Dave is like, "Yeah." It's just really funny, goofy the way they do that's it. Where he's the shoes of a champion promo. Yeah, D- Dave Marquez great i think he's great actually a great talent uh absolutely i would hire him in aew but he's probably got other shit going on in he, his life. he is um, one of the big time i wouldn't say big time in the way where you think like rich and famous is he an investor or what what is he i don't he's he's basically and you know he's a, a he's a he's a producer backstage guy for all that united wrestling from hollywood and he's been a part of uh nwa um and I think he just does a lot of, um, you know, probably just producer, and he does everything from picking up a camera when he needs to to being an on air kind of. Well, he probably does a lot more than wrestling, bro. Yeah. Either that, or he just plays this character of money that he's like has money. Or something, mm, I've never really know. seen that, but I know that when we went to the championship wrestling from Hollywood event when I took the kids a couple years ago, that you know he's basically the running the show. I bet you, I bet you he like produces car commercials and shit, car, car uh, dealers. Maybe. I mean, I think he might work for like PBS when they go and do interviews at people's houses and stuff like that for documentaries. I don't know. But if you talk to any uh, wrestler that came up in Southern California, um, you know, from, you know, Eli Drake, LA Knight doing the United Wrestling to, um, you know, Probably Daniel Bryan when they did the New Japan Dojo, um, Rocky Romero, uh, the Young Bucks. They're all going to know Dave Marquez. Jack Cartwheel. Jack Cartwheel. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, well, I know Jack know. Cartwheel knows Dave Marquez. Yeah, they're all going to know uh, Luchasaurus. They're all going to know Dave Marquez. They're all have some kind of involvement. If you came up in SoCal wrestling, Brody King, whatever, they all know Dave Marquez. So is Dave Marquez your wrestler of the year? No. <laughs> Honorable mention. My wrestler of the year, I hate to base it on just best matches. but Who everyone else chooses. It's got to be Will Ospreay. It's got to be Will Ospreay. It's got to be Will Ospreay. There's no one that's was he our Was he ours last year, though? That's like what I'm trying to remember. Probably. Oh, shit. I don't have the list for last Probably. year. Probably. I mean, I don't see. It's I mean, just. It's got to be Will Ospreay. It's not just the matches. It's the aura that he's become has has become. It's his jumping from promotion to promotion and kicking ass in all these different places whether it be England or America or Japan or wherever else. Um, it's his, I mean, do, I don't know if you noticed this, but like when he did all in, like, I think he had two nights of wrestling before that dude. Like the guy is, is a workhorse as well. He, he has great matches consistently. He really reminds me of like Omega during Omega's heyday. It, it's like that type of talent. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it, it, he has just been on a run this year because every, you're getting to the point where like, if you have a wrestle, like me and you have a wrestling match with Will Ospreay, it's going to be a match of the year candidate, like plain and simple. Like, yeah, um, I'm going to like, like do a fake elbow. He's going to do like a triple flip sell to it. And then he's going to, yeah, no, the guy can, and, and I don't like always saying the guy can carry anybody. Cause a lot of people have said that about things like his Jericho match and some of his, his offense takes a lot of skill to to uh go with especially things like you know if he's doing an os uh, cutter onto the apron with you or even a stormbreaker or the the spanish fly i don't think those are necessarily easy to take no um no yeah so and so I even even his offense is is advanced for to take i mean the guy Oh, he can. He really can do it all. And I can see Osprey um, kind of totally just doing whatever Jericho wanted and taking a back seat for the veteran, and maybe just kind of keeping his mouth shut and just doing what the vet wanted that day too. Yeah, I mean, I rewatched it yesterday, and I, I, dude, Osprey did some awesome shit. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. And yeah, of course, it's like, what can you do? What can you do, Jericho? Because they're going to try to. But Jericho was there with them. And just when he in the other matches, too. I mean, you have the the Omega matches. You have his stuff in England. You have mm -hmm. stuff all over Japan. Um, God, the G1. I mean, oh, it was pretty ridiculous. Um, and I'm just going to be honest that Osprey also is in my match of the year as well. So, I, I mean, Osprey killed it this year, and I don't see anything changing next year, except he will be in a different company. He will, but I think there'll be a little crossover. Um, hopefully not as little Dude, as he's probably going to be champion. <laughs> I mm, oh, surprised. no, I don't. I think it's going to be a lot more, because remember, Omega and New Japan were on the outs for like a year or two. Right, but I think a this lot of the, the Omega stuff... Um, was with him being injured too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, 
this is one of those ones where it's like we almost don't have much to say because we've said it all yeah. throughout the year. I mean, what can you say besides he's incredible? The athleticism is ridiculous. The crispness. If we came the slapping up, the leg. The, if we came mm-hmm. up with the top ten matches of the year, like Will Osprey probably being about five to seven of them. Dude, yeah, I've I've kind of thought of that already. It's like it, it's it's gotten it's gotten crazy. Um, but just continues you know this is a wrestler who uh i don't want to talk about the details of the case or the situation but he's also a wrestler who got out of kind of being canceled although i i think he was vindicated in in a way um, i, I, I know news was, came out but a lot of people hated him for a long time too he shook it off i think just because there wasn't really anything you can really tie him to other than being kind of a little bit of a dipshit well, I thought there was like reports that like, no, that's not true. Not even true. I remember I remember him trying to say like, oh, I'm the good guy. You know, I'm not trying to. But we we do make mistakes. Um, I don't know if what happened happened. But as you said, he kind of just mer- marched forward. Yeah. And so. I guess whoever the accuser was really didn't amount to anything anyway. Maybe the things that. The problem, and plus, I think he also is no longer involved with um, Davenport that either. Group, yeah. So maybe that just kind of removed him from the whole situation, and maybe a lot of people, you know, I think he's married now with a stepkid, and maybe they've seen the maturity. Yeah. Um, personally, which is pretty, which is pretty cool too, seeing him mature. Like now, he says, you know, I want to live back in England with my stepson and stuff, and. Hearing, hearing him say that as opposed to being the sex pig party boy of a few years ago is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So good job, Will Ospreay. 24 should be interesting. Um, hoping you get over to Japan a little bit more than that partnership has allowed. And um, but I, don't blame I, you I, for I also the hope he's. Yeah, and uh, well, he didn't take the big bucks, he took the medium bucks, didn't the he? Medium bucks. There you go. Yeah, took the young bucks. Yeah, not the young bucks, the medium (laughs) bucks. Um, but uh, yeah. So yeah, and and moving on from this, I'll just I'll tell you my match of the year. Go for it. It's Osprey versus Umino was my match of the year. Uh, This match, great choice. uh, I mean, uh, look, okay. The 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 main ones are going to be Osprey and Okada, or excuse me, Osprey, which Osprey and Okada. Wait, that's not G1? Yeah, Osprey Omega, I think is what I'm trying to say. That was great, too. Osprey Omega were both awesome. And I loved them, and I have nothing bad to say about those matches. But I tell you this every year. It's like my match of the year is the one that I react to the most in the moment Mm -hmm. for me, you know? And this was one of those matches where I was on my feet, yelling at my TV, screaming in shock. Uh, I mean... I got tricked. I really got tricked into thinking, as a fan, I got tricked into thinking Umino could possibly win. I knew he wouldn't win, though, but I started thinking for a second. And the near falls here were just, Shoto was doing stuff I had never seen him do. I mean, you talk about a future ace, like Shota, God, I would say close to wrestler of the year for his growth this year. It was an incredible fucking match, dude, and I will never forget it. For the same reasons, I also have an Osprey match. 
Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm going to go with the match that I reacted to the most. The most where I saw yes. so many awesome things down the stretch that I have never seen before from two wrestlers, including Will Ospreay, of course, that I have watched um, and just admired. And I'm going with the G1 semifinal with Tetsuya Naito versus Will Ospreay. Oh, dude, that one was amazing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That match, God, there was some crazy shit, too, in that match. And Tetsuya Naito is, you know, obviously one of my favorite wrestlers. And we can put them on that honorable mention list for maybe wrestler of the year. If the year he Put him on there every year, dude. And he's a guy that just, he's, he's the light switch, man. It's like, you need me? There you go, match of the year. There you go. Well, I'm going to walk away now, and I'm going <laughs> to talk about my eye being injured. And I'm going to look a little old for a little while, and then I'm just going to put on a flat-out world-class Yeah, I'm going to walk like weird. I'm going to walk kind of like uh, Ishii for a minute here because I'm in pain. And then he reminds me almost of what your uh, Tanahashi was four or five years ago, where go. it's like getting getting old. But always was there to that, be champion if need be, that, to do a main event at Wrestle Kingdom if need be. That reversal of the, was it the Stormbreaker into the DDT or into the Destino or whatever? Oh, dude, that shocked me. I, I <sighs> jumped for that. I was like, oh, oh shit. I mean, he's, yeah. he's not quite to that extravagant level, but the, the, the stuff, it just reminds me of like, you know, Randy Orton pulling off the the, 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 uh, the RKO from all these just random, whether it was Matt Seidel jumping off the ropes or um, uh, yeah. you know, doing Evan it from Bourne. the curve stomp attempts from Seth Rollins. but Yeah, yeah or to throw in a guy off a cage and doing it, which is kind of cool, too. If, but, uh, I just feel no, like... It's, it's that athleticism out of nowhere, kind of. And that's, that's, that yeah. is the thing about Naito, is like, look, the genius, right? The Stardust genius, like known for being able to put together these crazy sequences and stuff. I can't think and of a never, guy ne whose closing stretches are more exciting than Tetsuya Naito. And, and people forget, too, like, because of his gimmick, that, that he, he is one of the, the fastest wrestlers, even for an old guy. Yeah, I'm not going to say he runs the ropes at the speed of, say, like a you know, young, you know, uh, like a Vikingo, but when it comes to these reversals and sequences that guy is so fast and uh yeah just that was that was a great great match as well um, um some some other stuff you had the two uh wrestlemania main events i think the first night was considered the better match because mm -hmm. of the result but the, the cody match was good too actually Absolutely. it was really good yeah it was really yeah. good it had um, a shocking ending it had a shocking ending, and it told a story that is going until uh, to today. It's still going. So very interesting with that. Um, let me see here. God. Okay. I was thinking of a match. It was the trio's best of seven between uh, Death Triangle and the Elite. But guess what? That was like on the 28th of December, dude. But that <laughs> series did go into the New Year's, and that was pretty good, too. Absolutely. Um, let's see. 
And, and you know, it's funny. You remember a few years ago, our match of the year was... It's funny how we changed things. Because remember, a few years ago, we had Lucha Brothers as our match of the year. And that we was... Did. You know? Hey, and don't uh, forget either kind of, that G1 Final was outstanding, too. It might have been the best non-Will Ospreay match of the year was the G1 Final with Naito and Okada. Yeah. Oh, that 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 was awesome, too. Um, just to name name some names here, this is non-New Japan. We had the uh, Danielson versus Ricky Stark strap match. That was good. And, you remember that? And I think the um, Danielson... Um, uh, swerve was really good too. Oh, or hangman. Well, that, and that's swerve. like hangman swerve. Swer hangman swerve, very good. That's another thing. Swerve coming up, we might be talking a whole different thing about wrestler of the year next year. And don't, considering what Swerve does, and I think uh, the best AEW match of the year was the Danielson uh, MJF sixty minute Iron Man match. Iron Man match. Yep. Um, Rhodes versus Reigns, we brought up. The, the, I, I thought that the two out of three falls between FTR and Bullet Club, I liked it better than the Iron Man. That match really, truly blew me away. Mm -hmm. uh, the finish was incredible. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley, great. Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr., um, great yeah. match. And that uh, was in the Osprey, years. Zack Sabre Jr. at Royal Quest was really good, too. Yep, Omega versus Osprey and Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Gunther at WrestleMania. And I think for, you talked uh, about it too, but best um, TV match of the year. Let's mention uh, FTR versus Ju Juice Robinson and Jay White. That two out of three falls match, right? That's what I just yeah. yeah that's what just I just brought that. up. Okay. Yeah, great match. Yeah, that that match. The finish was incredible um you've got master watto versus teton great match from best of super juniors master watto not quite getting uh much credit here tonight but had a pretty good middle of the year and i think um, um we want to give our boy hanari love and give him some and that would be his match with shingo at oh. the, the road to secure genesis i think he had a really good match um I, well hanari, hanari himself had i think with, he's had a good Good Shingo. year, yeah. He he had a f over five star match with Shingo on on that. Best of the He's Super Juniors much... final was great too. My, yep. Um, so, so I have a lot of yeah. I have a lot of stuff down here. We've got Takahashi versus Master Wato at Dominion. Mm -hmm. Very good match. Uh, Osprey versus Yota Suji at Destruction that was Kobe. Great. That was great. Uh, Okada versus Naito, like you said. Osprey versus Naito. Of course, we're going to go into the Ospreys now. Osprey versus Zack Saber. Osprey versus Ken Omega, Kenny Omega. And this guy rated Umino versus Osprey his match of the year. Also, um, yeah, lots of good stuff. Takagi versus Ishii at Royal Quest, which sure. I did not see. That was good. Um, Mike good. Mike Bailey had had a good year in New Japan this year. Mike Bailey uh, at best of the Super Juniors. Remember that? Yep. Um, he was in the semifinals see. with, uh, I think it was Teton. Yeah. Um, Eddie Kingston versus Shingo Takagi. Kito Kiyomiya versus Gabe Kidd. John Moxley versus the Great Ocon. <laughs> I wouldn't list that, but that was a pretty cool that match. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So, so much good stuff this year, man, especially from New Japan. But, you know, it's nice because we're used to good stuff from New Japan and AEW. So 
as we don't watch every TV match uh, in WWE, there's been some cool stuff there, too. Uh, I think we both enjoyed the War Games matches, right? Mm-hmm. Those are very good, too. I think we both enjoyed the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. right? Sure. With Cody. Um, so, above and beyond, what are we looking forward to next year? I brought up a lot of people. You've got Jamie Hayter. You've got Bandito. Um, we talked about Swerve. Oh, my God. Is he going to be champion this year, next year? You Are know? we going to get that LIJ roll call in next week? Oh, we're getting that for sure. Or is Kenta going to come out and bash him in the back of the head while he's doing it? Man, that was wrong. <laughs> that would be so fucked up. Like, like it's like, again? So, um, let's see. We've got the Rumble coming up. I guess we just, we have Cody win again, right? Um... CM Punk doing it and taking Rollins. Um, that could happen. That could happen. Um, um, do you have LA Knight doing it? Um, LA Knight. I mean, do so, you have Drew McIntyre? It's really open. Do you have. I mean, Gun- Gunther's I probably the best rest. Gunther's probably the best wrestler in WWE right now, in my opinion. I um, would not be mad at a, at a Gunther Roman Reigns match. Being the title, the but he event. also holds the Intercontinental title. So and just let him go, uh, let him have it the whole time. Both long, he doesn't have to lose it. He can defend it on night two or night one. They ain't never doing nothing like that, bro. Hey, never. They never putting the Intercontinental title in that. Yeah, it's true. Things things do change, but that's a um, way to have next him year. lose but not lose the title. Um, next year, also Jay White. Looking forward to a little more Jay White in AEW. Although he's done a lot this year, actually. Uh, yeah. um, what do you I, say to the people who said that, like, once Jay White goes to American wrestling, that's where he'll truly shine? Because what I see is just the same Jay White. I I I think that if he went to WWE, he might be a little bigger than he is. In in. Uh, mm. Because uh, I, I haven't really liked the booking they've done with him. I think we've talked about it before. And I thought the title yeah, match... I, I, uh, just the title match he had with MJF was just, just super overbooked. And I don't think he really came out looking too great from it. Um, well, again, I think he had a pretty good, good Continental Classic. Yeah, I see. It. Yeah, that's where that's you're. I I didn't see it, unfortunately, because I'm an idiot. But um, I I don't think uh, he came out of that MJF thing looking any better than he did from before than going into it. And I'm never. I've never been a fan of the heel stealing the title and walking around with it. Yeah, that was pretty lame. Um, that's pretty lame. Unless I like Rio the alliance with Juice Robinson. I like the guns, but it just seems ass so- boys. Yeah, it just seems so Kmart Bullet Club, but even the Bullet Club now, to some degree, it seems like the, the, the Kmart Bullet Club to yeah. what we are, knew as the Bullet Club. I never thought of them as Kmart Bullet Club. I just thought they were just another Bullet Club. Like I, I never well, thought they were a cheap version because Bullet they have Club good at matches. Home kind of thing, when your mom says we have Bullet Club at home. Um, <laughs> you know, the, we can do whatever jokes are associated with that, but... And we got Shane, Bullet Club at home, honey. You don't need to worry about the real one. Yeah, I'll make you a better Bullet Club at home. Um, 
that's the thing is is I just I I think he could have been a little bigger star in New Japan. I mean, I'm sorry, in WWE. I don't really know what New Japan was going to do with him. Mm-hmm. I think a lot. Well, of they the, were always there was always the oh he's going to have the biggest face run in New Japan history. I I really think that the whole foreigner thing, the foreigners seem to reach their peak there and then they leave, and there's a reason. I think they yeah. flirted with the idea of giving Kenny the keys and then AEW started. And I've really Well, there's there's look look if you ever look at Tokyo Sports uh news like wrestling of the year and whatever, like white people have never won that, bro. Right. And I think that like, might be part it, of Will it. Will Ospreay didn't Will Ospreay didn't win it this year. It was like It was Naito, Naito yeah. that won it. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Yeah, so it's so, and I love yeah, Katsuya uh, as much as an anyone. unwritten rule there. So there's always a glass. There's always a glass ceiling. Um, to those guys. Now, to be to be fair too, I've talked to uh, Saito, uh, Fumi Saito, a famed Japanese wrestling journalist, about this, and he said that it is politics where they want to represent every Japanese company and have a guy from every Japanese company win a win something. You get what I'm saying? So it's like the top guy from New Japan's going to win this, then the top guy from Asia all Japan's going to win this. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um it's very political yeah. with the unwritten rule of it has to be Japanese. But I I thought if any guy could break the mold it could have been Kenny simply because he knows the language. Yeah. Um, but they weren't willing yeah. to let that happen, even with a guy who spoke what I would want to say some fl- somewhat fluid Japanese. Um, who? Yeah, oh, I'm pretty sure he spoke fluently, dude. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. They're like, and then they put on these shows in America for a quote unquote Americans have one Japanese guy on the show, a bunch of mid card Americans, and then charge us thirty bucks for it. So it's still some issues there. New Japan World still has issues, um, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll see. I don't think uh, Tanahashi is going to be like, hey, we need to change New Japan World, but we'll see. I, um, I mean, that whole thing was a huge bust, and they're making us pay more money for it, and I feel like, or it, less. Was, I feel like it was a lateral move at best. Yeah. The yeah, only we're thing they did good is that it, I mean, they have there's an app. less stuff on there. They have an app okay. now. Well, that's good. But they but... don't have it everywhere. I still can't watch it on my PlayStation. Um, and I could always watch it on my my phone. I just needed... A, I, I had the in the browser. Uh, so mm-hmm. I don't understand why they did so much to really not offer that much more. So um, I still think... Yeah, and yeah. you know what's funny, too, is I heard one of the interviews is that... Uh, ELP was a graphic designer in a former yeah. life. I don't know if you knew that. I did, yeah. But uh, every time he does interviews, too, he just talks about how bad graphics are for New Japan. And if you go and compare them to, like, Noah or DDT, it's true. Like, Noah, they had, like, a full re- uh, recreation samurai art style of all their wrestlers for one show. New Japan just has their stock photos of the guy they put left and right. And I think El Phantasmo yeah. has gone as far as to offer his help. And, they, and yeah, and they I think they said no. And they said no. <laughs> so <laughs> they need to start letting some more people in. And hopefully if Tanahashi 
uh, is a little more open to foreign support. Let me put it that way. Um, whether it's ELP, uh, he with grew graphics. up around all a bunch of foreign wrestlers, but you know yeah. that xenophobia in Japan is very strong. Well, hopefully, he's someone um, that can break the mold with that. Yeah, definitely, definitely something to look forward to in 2024. As far as AEW goes, uh, I think getting this is going to sound weird, but I think getting the belt off Max is probably the best choice right now, and. Uh, then readdressing from there. I think a lot of this quote unquote overbooking has a lot to do with injuries this year. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Cause so, I, I've loved MJF you know, in every sense of the word, but I do think that a lot of his main event angles have been a little overbooked and cutesy puts cutesy kind of lead done. Even that Adam. Well, and, and that's, that's why you have to, you got to remember this weekend. It's not a match. It's pretty much an angle. He's going into this one just as injured as in the previous match. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully it's just a squash or something. He gets off TV for a few months and they can re-adjust everything. Yeah. Maybe he comes back when Adam Cole comes back or, or something. But, you know, we'll get the devil reveal, which no devil. And this is the thing is no one that the devil could be will be impressive. And I've just realized that. I mean... There's no one you can name that would shock me, right? Legally, that can wrestle. I mean, who are the the names mentioned? Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, um, Mer- Mercedes Monet. Um, uh, that would be shocking, but it'd be stupid. It would be stupid and make no sense. And plus, the um, all Jungle this... Boy is the lead. Yeah, I mean. It's uh, sometimes they back themselves into a corner where they let it go so long. It's got to be somebody big. Otherwise, and and it it can't Dolph Ziggler even would be weird. Like it'd be like, really? Yeah. Why do you hate MJF? It wouldn't make sense. So no matter who it's going to be, it's going to be kind of weird. Hopefully they. But but I still say, look, it's it's better than when SmackDown. It could be Will Ospreay. It could be Will Ospreay. Um, But still, I do compare it to when SmackDown had the storyline of Roman Reigns getting attacked backstage. And then there was like a mystery box. And then there was like two Eric Rowans. And then they just gave up on the story. So at least they're keeping it going. But that could turn out to not be great. But we we will see. Um, Swerve, again, just someone who's expected to make huge strides in 2024 we might even see Samoa Joe go on a run and I would be okay with that would you no I would love to see Samoa Joe at least the champion there for a minute yeah and then you know Athena will be eventually hopefully joining AEW you've got multiple you've got Mariah May in Japan right now working uh and she's being paid by AEW or not Mariah May uh, that's the one who's on this show now, but you've got a- AEW has wrestlers in Japan basically training right now, women. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a lot of those people come home from excursion and uh, we'll see what happens, man. Remember during the so, pandemic, they did that like women's tournament out there with uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Aja Kong. Well, yeah, but she disappeared from AEW like I know, but she during the pandemic, they had some kind of tournament in Japan. The collective. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. 
They had an oh, AW sorry, I was getting toilet. Aja Kong mixed up with, uh, with the other Kong. Awesome Kong. Right, right. But they, I think they had like a uh, a tournament with a bracket in Japan and a tournament with the in a, in the United States and then. Oh, they did do something like that. You're right. Yeah, because it was like TJPW. They had a match, and yeah. then yeah, yeah. I remember that. Wait, wait, why are you bringing that up? Are you saying they should do that again? They should. Yeah, that would be fun. We're just talking about yeah, how AEW cool has I... women wrestlers in Japan right now. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, I don't know um, what their relationship looks like with Tokyo Joshi right now. Um, it doesn't seem to be as good as it used to be. Um, we'll see. I, I would think that you'd want that stardom relationship because you're already good with Bushiroad in New Japan. But that's something to look forward to in 2024. Or if, if, if they say, hey, we're here to make homegrown women we're not here to pull in a bunch of foreigners you know so surely that's what they want right they want all these women to be homegrown talents that but that takes time so yeah they had it uh what was it called i'll tell you the title of it of course there's a commercial here it was the aw women's championship women's breakout tournament i think they're doing one now and it was two years ago yeah aw uh Women's World Champion Eliminator Tournament, and they had a bracket of it in Japan. Ah. Okay. Which had a lot to do with the pandemic also, right? Had a lot to do with what? The pandemic also. Yeah, it did. So they had a... I'm looking at... I see the bracket right here. So in Japan, they had Yuka, Sakazaki, Mei uh, Suruga, Veni, Emi Sakura, Maki Ito... Um, Ryo Mizunami, Aja Kong, and Rin Katakura. And then in the U.S., they had Layla Hirsch, Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb, Riho. Um, was Ty that Conti. when Thunder Rosa went into Yamash y- Yamashita in Japan? No, it wasn't. Ty Conti, Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, and Anna Jay in the U.S. Okay, I don't remember who won. Yeah. But they had a whole bracket, including Maki Ito, and um, in uh, it's probably not yeah. great that you don't remember who won it. Um, yeah, I saw someone that was talking about that actually uh, recently, and I had thought that the idea was that they were talking about doing another one with women, but I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true at all. So, what what is yeah, we'll, we'll what see. is Maki Ito's uh, a company that she's affiliated with in Japan? To- Tokyo Joshi Pro. Oh, she's Tokyo Joshi. Okay, so that that is yeah. who AEW yep. kind of ran that through. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's allowed to work in America, I think. Too, she's with GCW all the time. Got so. you. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see. And and of course, you just had uh, who who can Thunder Rosa just came back too, which is huge for the company. I mean, we'll see if she can rebuild herself too. So lots of lots of cool stuff. Uh, yeah, here, absolutely. Um, now I said we were going to run down the the uh, main Tokyo Dome, but we're actually not going to do that because we've gone for about an hour, two hours already. Jesus God! Wow. Which is like the longest show we've done in months. So, y'all know how to uh, Google um, 
Tokyo Dome. Let me make sure Oklahoma is beating Arizona real quick as we're on here. And they are, uh, they lost by 13 points. Okay, that sucks. Okay. Sorry, dude. Cool. All right. Well, I'm not going to get all sad and depressed. It was only a couple dollars. It's all good. Um, okay, cool. Anything else you want to say, Justin? That's it, man. Uh, enjoy this last week of the wrestling year and the first week of the next one. I, I, yeah. I, and we will have a lot more to talk about. Let's see. We'll try to, maybe we'll try to get together in a week and a half or so and talk about Tokyo Dome. Absolutely. See what's going on. Yes. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you guys. If you listen to this uh, point in, you know what? We, uh, We'll have some sponsors on here pretty soon. Maybe in the next three or four years. Yes. All right. uh, Have a good one, Justin. And have a good one, listeners. And we will see you guys later.